93.3 WMMR Audio On Demand presents the Preston and Steve Show podcast. And now, Preston and Steve's news updates with Kathy Romano. It is Wednesday, May 15th. Good morning, Kathy. Good morning in the news this, this morning. Authorities in Philadelphia are investigating after they say a mother walked into oncoming traffic, pushing her two-month-old infant daughter while she was allegedly under the influence of narcotics. It happened on Tuesday afternoon near 52nd Street in Thompson. A witness said that he had to run out and grab her uh, as she was falling over. Witnesses say the baby was screaming and crying. <sighs> Surveillance cameras show a group of good Samaritans rushed to the aid of the 28-year-old mother who police confirmed was under the influence of narcotics. One man helped the mother to the bench while another rocked the crying infant. They waited for emergency responders, but apparently it took too long. So the infant and the mother were put into a good Samaritan's car to get help. Not only did he flag down a police officer for the mother who appeared impaired, uh, he kept the two-month-old baby girl who he doesn't know, transported her to a friend's house and did the right thing and notified police, said Chief Inspector Scott Small with the Philadelphia Police Department. Bless these people, man. Right? The mother was taken to Lankinall Hospital and the infant was transported to Children's Hospital of Philadelphia. Alabama's Senate passed a near-total ban on abortion Tuesday, sending what would be the nation's most stringent stringent abortion law to the state's Republican governor. The GOP-dominated Senate voted 25-6 to to make performing an abortion at any stage of pregnancy a felony punishable by up to 99 years or life in prison for the doctor who performs the abortion. The only exception would be if the woman's health is at serious risk. Senators rejected an attempt to add an exception for rape and incest. The amendment was voted down 21-11 to with four Republicans joining Democrats. The lopsided vote suggests a veto could be easily overcome. The Alabama bill goes further by seeking to outlaw abortion outright. Unlike measures in other states, Alabama would punish only the abortion provider, not the woman receiving the abortion. Doctors, now listen to this. Doctors who perform abortions could serve more uh, more more prison time than a rapist who impregnates a woman uh, who wants an abortion. So the doctor would spend more time than the rapist. Uh, If the bill becomes a law, it could take effect in six months. A New York mother failed a hospital drug test while in labor, but it turned out the positive test for opioids was diet-based as opposed to illegal activity. Yeah, Elizabeth Dominguez went into labor. She went to the hospital uh, where she was asked for a urine sample, which is standard. It came back that I tested positive for opiates, she said. So I called my husband freaking out. I was like, how is this possible? I don't do drugs. This is not okay. Her husband, Mark, asked what she had. Had to eat. Dominguez said that she had eaten a bagel and a sub. Her husband said, uh, "There you go." Yep. Her husband said it was probably from the bagel, to which she replied, no way, but the bagel was covered in poppy seeds. Experts say the seeds come from the opium plant and could contain residue of morphine and codeine. After she gave birth, Dominguez was interviewed by Child Protective Services based on hospital protocol. Could you imagine, like, somebody who just had a bagel, not a drug addict, and now... And now having to defend themselves. Yeah. It's happened before. Child services. Yeah. Yeah. It's got to be frustrating and uh, confusing. Way off the bagels when you're expecting mom. Right. Right? Yeah. Despite Carter testing positive for opioids, that's the baby, he had to stay at the hospital for an extra 24 hours for monitoring. So they monitored the baby, which is good. Yeah, and, no. You know, uh, just to make sure that this woman was telling the truth. The hospital later sent a letter to Elizabeth stating it appeared that the test was a false positive due to the poppy seeds. In sports this morning. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> 
The Phillies lost to the Milwaukee Brewers last night at the ballpark. Brandon the Woodruff threw a one-hit ball for six innings. Ryan Braun hit a home run, and the Brewers won 6-1. Jared Eikhoff gave up five runs and eight hits in four innings to take the loss. They continue the series tonight, and Gio Gonzalez will start for the Brewers. Jake Arrieta will go for the Phillies. Game time is scheduled for 7.05. The conference finals for the NBA began last night as the Golden State Warriors beat the Portland Trailblazers in Oakland. Steph Curry made nine three-pointers on his way to a 30, uh, to 36 points, leading the two-time defending champs past the Trailblazers 116-94 in Game 1. Game 2 is tomorrow night in California. And in the NHL, the Boston Bruins beat the Carolina Hurricanes 2-1 last night to take a 3-0 lead in the Eastern Conference Finals. Chris Wagner and Brad Marchand scored 5 minutes and 7 seconds apart in the second period and took a rest stopped 35 shots for the Bruins who have won 6 straight postseason games for the first time since 1978. They are one win away from their third Stanley Cup appearance in 9 years. Game 4 is tomorrow night in Raleigh. And that's what I have for you this morning. All right. Thank you very much, Kathy. Beautiful sunshine. You're beginning your day. It's uh, it's reinvigorating you, hopefully, because the last two days just sucked. I mean, they were terrible. It got flat out cold yesterday. Cold, depressing, yeah. and just raw. And here you have the absolute opposite. Don't you feel energized when you look out the window oh and see that? God, yes. That's I, what we want. I went yesterday. I had to uh, MC some uh, ceremonies with the uh, Devereaux Advanced Behavior Health Golf outing. So I was supposed to play it, but I have this uh, shoulder issue yeah, that's still yeah. bothering me. So I'm like, yeah, sure, I'll, I'll come and do this. And I was, you know, it was outside. <gasps> no. It was just sucked. miserable. Yeah. Now, the outing was wonderful and very successful, and everybody had a great time. But, I mean, it was just, dude, it's mid-May. Come on. You know, yep. give us a break, Mother Nature. Well, we're finally getting the break that we need. And uh, you should enjoy today and the next few days. And temperatures are going to remain in the low 70s all the way up into the 80s by the time we get to the weekend. And maybe so some work. clouds, but I, yeah, I don't see full-on rain. So actually, what's going to happen is all this rain we've got the last few days, and then you get these days of sunshine. You think that the trees and all, all this stuff is full. Wait a, wait a few more days. It's oh, going to yeah. be stunningly gorgeous by the end of the weekend. So, so I don't, you know, listen, again, I say that the the barbecues at this point is impervious to the weather, but it is shaping up to be what could be a really good weather situation for the barbecue. Agreed. And this is this is the first event uh, at the BB&T Pavilion uh, for the season. So yeah. we're opening that sucker up and getting ready to go. So we'll have to relive Exciting. some of uh, MMRBQ's past and talk about all the stuff that we've had over the years and what we have coming up this year. So we have some exciting things on the way. Speaking of exciting, it's time to award our winner for the coolest teacher of the year. Our second one that we've chosen so far, I should say you've chosen. Uh, we just dove in and randomly chose a school. And then we have the student body vote all day yesterday. The school was uh, Ruston High School. In Westchester. Which we understand is a, is a relatively new school. Yeah, and we have a winner. So I am proud to say that the student body has awarded Cool's Teacher of the Year to Mr. Brad Harkin. Yeah. Brad Harkins! Brad Harkins. Mr. Harkins is a social studies teacher. Not only that, he is the wrestling and baseball coach oh, wow. as well. And he's apparently a well-liked guy around the halls of Ruston High School. And for all those students uh, texting in and voting for you, Mr. Harkins, we have the Preston and Steve Coolest Teacher of the Year coffee mug, which is a, uh, you know, it's a bit of a trophy to hang on to. 
you know what's great? We also have the What a Crock Meals fifty dollars gift card for you. Preston, the mug's great for eating your crockpot meal you out could, of. Are you kidding Absolutely. me? Oh, no Absolutely, easily, do easily. That. Case, Big put some mug. beef stroganoff in there. Yeah, yum, man. So make sure that you vote for the next school which we're going to choose. And by the way, Mr. Harkins, if you're listening or if you find out, feel free to call us in. And this morning, we'll say hello to you, find out a little bit about you. But it's time to choose another school. And this morning's uh, Master of Ceremonies, Mr. Steve Morse. Yes. He's going right. to dive Quite an honor. into our food container. We have a, uh, a, a Chinese food take-home container, a box. Right. So, Steve, reach in there and grab one. Let's see who you got. I think this uh, pre-curating these schools is a good idea. So, all right, I got two. Let's get that one. Who will be the lucky winner? And it is, ladies and gentlemen, Archbishop Carroll. All right. That's the rival of Cardinal Harris. He's so. getting a <laughs> thumbs down as he's yelling. Archbishop Carroll has been chosen. And uh, so now it's up to you guys, Archbishop Carroll, to let us know who the coolest teacher of the year was. So here's how you do it. You text the word teacher, space, Followed by the teacher's name to 39333. Now, I was going on and on yesterday because looking over at our text messages, I kept seeing text come up incorrectly. And I was told by Marissa that's because the correct ones go to a different screen, not the one that I look at. All right. And so I only see the mistakes coming in, and all the real ones are headed over to the folder where they need to be. And she said that the majority of them do go all there. All right. And I think we might send, like, a bounce back to let you know if you did it correctly okay. or not. I'm not 100% sure on that. All but right. Here's how you do it. Archbishop Carroll, text the word teacher, followed by the teacher's name, 239333. And you have about 24 hours to do that. One of the most famous alumni from, uh, or alumni from uh, John Carroll High School is uh, represented in the studio on a button over there, Preston. The Kate Flannery button. She went to uh, Archbishop Carroll. Absolutely, yeah. yeah. All right, Kate Flannery. We have the Flannery switch, which is our official dump button in the Preston and Steve Studios because uh, Kate had dropped three (laughs) F-bombs within 10 minutes. Oh, yeah. And uh, had cursed more than any other guest we've ever had, I think. Freaking Kate Flannery. We named it after her. All right, so there you go. We got another another school that's going to weigh in, and we'll find out uh, tomorrow morning who the coolest teacher of the year was. So uh, on the program today, we're going to go live on Fox Good Day, and we will do that as we get closer to 8 a.m. Keep in mind that today on Fox 29... The episode featuring the Preston and Steve show, The Clash Room, airs today. And unfortunately, Miss Romano was not in for that particular one. In her stead, we had Chuck D'Amico. Yes, who was uh, nervous, but did a great job. Who did a good job. Uh, but Kathy was, were you sick that day? Or I, Yeah, you were. I was. Yeah. yeah. So she she had what's going around. Couldn't make it. So uh, that is today. And we'll, I'm sure we'll chat with those guys briefly about that stuff. So, All right. With that, we're going to take a uh, quick break. We're going to come back in a moment. Probably heard that we lost a television comedy legend yesterday. Sad. Uh, but we will uh, pass the information along in case you did miss that. And a few other things as well as a stupid question. We'll return shortly. Listen to all the WMMR podcasts as well as a live stream on your Alexa-enabled device. Just say, Alexa, open MMR. Diamond jewelry doesn't have to be expensive. Have fun buying jewelry for someone you love and don't hate the price you pay. Feel the difference online at IHateStevenSinger.com with free shipping. Buy real diamonds from a real jeweler. Steven Singer Jewelers. Back with more of the Preston and Steve Show podcast. All right, so we're going to ask a stupid question of you and see if you can win a prize this morning. We're going to give away a pair of tickets for the Game of Thrones live concert experience, which is September 12th. 
at the man. And uh, let's do this one. What smaller cousin of the llama is kept for its wool? Uh-oh. What smaller cousin of the llama is kept for its wool? Yep. 215-263-WMMR. Call right now. Let's see if you know the answer. So what smaller cousin of the llama is kept for its wool? 215-263-WMMR. Call right now. We'll see if you can get that right. So let's see. Birthdays today while we are awaiting your answer include, and by the way, it is the 15th day of May, uh, Jamie Lynn Sigler from uh, The Sopranos. She played uh, Meadow. Yeah, and she also played like a science fiction level uh, portrayal of Heidi Fleiss because yeah. she's so vastly better looking than oh Heidi Fleiss. God. Oh, my. Yes. Yeah, that is improper casting. Come on, man. They always try to polish things yeah. up a little bit. You can't that's... polish that. No, you can't polish that. Uh, she's celebrating her 38th birthday. Her father-in-law today. is uh, Lenny Dykstra. That's right. Father-in-law. Yeah, she married uh, one of Lenny's sons who was a professional ball player for a while. I don't think he made it above double or triple A, but um, they're still married. Uh, We're going to stay in the uh, mob actors, actresses uh, realm because also celebrating a birthday today, a guy who's been here on a number of occasions, Chaz Palminteri. Love him. Yeah, he's, he's wonderful. And you know, it's funny because he had visited a couple of times and I still had never seen a Bronx Tale, even though I know it's a classic. And I finally saw it, and I absolutely fell in love with mm-hmm. that movie. It's so good. It is so good. De Niro directed it, yep. did a great job, um, and Chaz himself, his character leaves you so conflicted because yeah. he's a bad guy, yeah. but he's also a good bad guy. He's also trying to help out. He imparts some good wisdom, and yeah. you know, and the way it ends with, uh, well, spoiler alert, <laughs> you find out what happens to Thanos. Uh, no. no, but the fact that the boy... C or Calderon or whatever his name is. Yeah, yeah. That is essentially Chaz's own personal story. You know, with some uh, modifications. Yeah, some modifications to it. But that was his own story growing up in New York, and uh, and it's you know it's just a really well done film. And he's great in uh, Analyze This, Usual Suspects, and all that. stuff. Bullets Over Broadway. He's great in. Yeah, he's also a a good character on Modern Family. Still does his one man show of a Bronx Tale, and when he comes back through town, which I'm sure he will because he still loves doing it. I will go see that. He's opening for Slayer. Oh my yeah, God. So he did that in a tail right before Slayer. Phenomenal. Yeah. Uh, he's 67 years old today. Uh, I saw this. I didn't recognize her name when I first saw this on uh, the front page of IMDb, but a young lady named Sophie Cookson celebrates a birthday today. She was in the two Kingsman movies. She played Roxy. Oh. Which she ended up becoming, I believe, Agent Lancelot in the first movie. Right. Um, and didn't make it too long in the second movie. No. Uh, but uh, <laughs> I do like her. I thought she's uh, she, she, she's. Good in that character, so I'm curious to see what they're going to do with the third movie because I really love the first one. I liked the second one; I thought it was good. I didn't hate it. Yeah, I heard. Yeah, it was okay. It was, it was okay. It wasn't nearly as good yeah. as the first, but uh, at least in my opinion. And she's 29 today, by the way. I have heard Steve that it will go back to the origins of the yeah. Kingsman. That's which, very cool. Which could be pretty cool to do. Yeah. Uh, so she is uh, 29 today. Then you also have uh, Madeline Albright, former U.S. Secretary of State. She is 82 years old today. Uh, George Brett, Hall of uh, Fame, <laughs> former Major League Baseball player. Known for his hemorrhoids, had right? A hemorrhoid problem there for a little while, yeah. Isn't that wild that the hemorrhoids first thing... <laughs> and pine tar. Pine tar. And I bizarrely now associate pine tar with hemorrhoids, as if it's an a treatment that you put on your ass. I do the same do thing! Really? 
Because why am I thinking of pine tar? Maybe he used pine tar on his hemorrhoids. God, could you imagine? Oh, my God. Maybe it would work. Yeah. Yeah. I think you guys are leaving out the most obvious thing, and that's the fact that he was talking to a baseball player <laughs> yep. while he was stretching about the last time he crapped his pants. It's hilarious. It is one of the funniest <laughs> conversations, especially the way he talks about the tapered <laughs> yes. nature of the I turd. Took, at the, uh, yeah, the next day I took the most perfect double taper S in my life. Is what he said, and and he just he was so excited to tell this guy about it. Crapped his pants. It's pretty compelling. Uh, the great George Brett is sixty six today. Uh, Emmett Smith. I did a double take on his age because it says here he's fifty. I'm like, no, no. Emmett's got to be older than that. No, no, he's really. I, I double checked on that. He's, he's fifty years old today. Uh, which I was surprised. For some reason, I was associated him with being a little bit older than that. Yeah. But uh, NFL's all-time rushing leader. Yeah. Yep. Too bad he was a cowboy. I mean, and I look at it now, like, I don't know why we always have to have the best running backs in the NFC East. Like, it pisses me off. But, you know? Like, sure, I know. Why yeah. couldn't he go play over there, like, for Chiefs or something like that? Like, no. <laughs> On the last birthday is uh, Ahmet Zappa, uh, actor and son of Frank Zappa, and uh, celebrates his... Uh, 64th birthday. Was he the one who was married to Selma Blair? I think so, yeah. Yeah, yeah. For for a a short amount of time, yeah. Uh, Is this some Frank Zappa? This is Frank Zappa, because I don't know what Amit does, but... Yeah, he's... I don't know what he does either. No, no. It's an actor, <laughs> actor and son of Frank Zappa. You were going to invest some energy in that, and then you just bailed. No. Why? I'm, no, I'm too young. Uh, he's uh, 45 <laughs> today. All right. Uh, let's see if we can get an answer to the stupid question. What is the, what What smaller cousin of the llama is Kepford's wool? 215-263-WMMR is the number. And I will go to Millie for the answer. Hey, Millie. We're wonderful. Millie, do you know what the smaller cousin of the llama is that is kept for its wool? Would it be the alpaca? The alpaca. You got it, Millie. Alpaca was all the rage. Remember people were getting into alpaca farms? There was one behind my house. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. Really? Yeah, absolutely. They had uh, they had sheep and alpacas, and we would go up there. They were actually very, very friendly. Yeah. Uh, and uh, they're really cool animals. Yes. When Jace was little, he used to correct me all the time. I would just say llama, and he would be like, no, that's an alpaca. And I'm like, what? Oh, okay. What's the difference? <laughs> the llama, alpacas, I think, are a little bit smaller, smaller than right? llamas. Yeah. And they're also, as you pointed out, better tempered. Llamas can be real pricks. Yep. They they spit at you. Spit yeah. at you, right. Mm, and that whole and thing. And then the alpaca will come over and go, listen, that's not like you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. uh, so we are going to set Millie up with some tickets for the Game of Thrones live concert experience September 12th at the Man. Music by Raman Jawadi. And uh, tickets are on sale Starting, well, they're on sale now, actually. Uh, Get off my back. You can do them at uh, Ticketmaster.com. We need to alter that copy, so I'll make sure that we do that. Hey, uh, this was sad news. I was uh, really bummed to see this yesterday. Tim Conway passed away on Tuesday morning. He was 85 years old. Man, was that guy talented. Unbelievable. And I still think, you know, some people know him from, like, the Apple Dumpling Gang and Dorf on Golf, and they think they don't realize how long, like, from McHale's Navy, he had his own... Couple of swings at variety shows. He yep. was so damn good. He was legitimately a comedic genius. Yeah, the sketch comedy that they did on Carol Burnett show. Mm-hmm. He and Harvey Corman. I mean, what a team! Amazing. I don't. Okay, so you know, we were. T- I forget who we were talking about. You know, and Lorne Michaels and SNL, and and uh, that Lorne said, you know, this is not the Carol Burnett show. We don't, you know, break up. 
but uh, you would you had seasoned comedic actors. You know, Carol Burnett, one of the absolute best, and she would crack up. It would be sure. impossible yeah. to resist what he would do because not only was he doing, he was doing writing, he was doing physical comedy. So as you're going through clips of what to play, like one of his most classic bits, the dentist bit, yes. is all visual. You oh. can't you can't see. <laughs> What's good, you know? It's so great. And it makes a big difference. We do have a couple pieces I'll, of audio. I'll yeah. play them in a moment. And then we have some some moments when he would just um, ad lib yeah. in the middle of these sketches and the cast didn't know what to do. Right. It's mm. so great. He won multiple Emmy Awards most recently in 2008 for his role as a, in a guest star on uh, 30 Rock. Yeah. Uh, he played Bucky Bright, an old long forgotten television star. Uh, his big break in Hollywood came on McHale's Navy, as Steve had mentioned, when he was uh, cast to play Ensign Charles Parker. Uh, he was nominated for Best Supporting Actor uh, Emmy in 1963 for that show. Uh, best known, though, for his work on Carol Burnett, uh, the iconic 1970s sketch comedy show that included the likes of Carol Burnett, uh, Harvey Korman, Lyle Wagner, and Vicki Lawrence. Uh, he won Emmys for his best uh, for Best Supporting Performer in 1973, 77, and 78 for the Carol Burnett work. Uh, he stole many a scene on that show with cameras off and catching Burnett and Corman struggling to keep it together. Uh, and, <laughs> you know, he's, uh, Carol Burnett said in a statement she was heartbroken. Uh, she said he was one in a million, not only as a brilliant comedian, but as a loving human being. I cherish the times that we had together both on screen and off. He'll be in my heart forever, she said. So he had a couple of people that he really, really jived with well, and, and Harvey Corman was one of them. Don Knotts. Don Knotts was another, another one. Because yep. I heard you mention uh, Apple Dumpling Gang, but... There's a movie that from my childhood that I haven't seen in a while. I have it on VHS. I mean, like my yeah. mom gave it to me when she moved in back in with me. But Private Eyes. Yeah, I remember that. I yeah, yeah. loved that movie. They were and I think I need focused, to... but they were good. Yeah, yeah. So, but I haven't seen it in probably I don't even know thirty years, maybe. Yeah. Uh, I, I hope because I, I think I'm going to uh, watch that with my kids today. I, I hope for my sake that it holds up. Yeah, well, it, a lot of this, listen, the Carol Burnett stuff definitely holds up. And he had, he had a couple, like uh, Mr. Tudball, he had the old oh, guy. Oh, man, Mr. Tud- Mr. Tudball, yeah. <laughs> Mrs. <laughs> Wiggins, the Wiggins, coming in here like a whoosh. <laughs> the stuff was great. The one where he's trying oh, to teach great. her to use the intercom. You push this little button here, yes, and yes. I come in over there. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, my God. And there was another older character he played who could just barely walk. (laughs) His feet would shuffle. Yes. Oh, Oh it was great. Oh, my God. And then there was, you remember the one where he crawled into the painting that was up on the wall? No. And it's a a barn. It's a painting of a barn. Okay. And then you hear, you're hearing stuff behind the wall. And then the the doors on the barn open up and you see his his face face. like, (laughs) oh, God. I've got to go back and watch some of this. Yeah. And if you think you don't know uh, who uh, he was, think again, because he was the voice of Barnacle Boy on SpongeBob yeah. yep. as well. And it was Ernest Borgnine, I believe, was uh, was Mermaid Man. Or no, not Ernest Borgnine. It was... Uh, yeah, it was. Was it? Yeah. Th- I'm pretty I thought sure he passed Nick- away years ago. Could you look that up? Uh, maybe it wasn't Ernest Borgnine. It was... No, Ed Asner. That's there we that's go. Was. He, was, we he go. was the voice of... Yeah. Uh, of uh, Mermaid Man, and uh, there's a there's a great episode where where he's the focus of it because uh, Mermaid Man will only buy him a a, a child size. No, you uh, were right the first time. Krabby Patty was that right? Yeah. Ernest Borgnine. I oh. had no idea. That's so cool. Yeah, um, so funny. Uh, so they they continued working. He continued working. 
Uh, he was originally spotted on uh, for the Dick Van Dyke show uh, by Rosemarie. Yeah, she's the one who kind of uh, she he he she got him an audition for the Steve Allen show, which was which was Johnny Carson yep. before Johnny Carson was Johnny Carson. Yep. So and same had a great ensemble of, of you may know the names or not, but be like Imogene Coca, who was the grandmother in a European in a National Lampoon's Vacation. Uh, Louis Nye, all these guys. So uh, that got his foot in the door, and uh, then he took off after that. Conway and his first wife, Marianne Dalton, had six children after they divorced in 1978. Uh, Conway married uh, Charlene Fusco in 1984, and Fusco and one of his daughters, Jackie, were at his side when he passed away in Southern California. A lot of people tweeted out uh, condolences. Uh, a lot of celebrities, Jamie Lee Curtis, Patton Oswalt, Conan O'Brien, Jad Apatow, just to name a few. Uh, and, by the way, his family said that... Um, he was battling a long-time illness prior to his death. We had heard a while back that he was suffering from dementia or Alzheimer's, but it turns out that wasn't the case. That's what they said, and I don't know exactly. In a bizarre way, that makes me feel better. I agree. Because I think he had such a sharp mind, it would make me be, it would make me sad to think yeah. that left him towards the end because, that, I mean, he was a comedy nuclear power plant. The family is asking that donations uh, be made in his memory to the Lou Ruvo Brain Center at the Cleveland Clinic in Las Vegas, Nevada. So maybe he did pass away from some kind of a brain issue. So I, I looked at him as I was, you know, kid and, and younger, and I, you know, I would think that I've always loved comedy, always wanted to make my life uh, livelihood through comedy, and I would look at him and I'd say, "That's the kind of guy I want to be. That's yeah. like a living." Bugs Bunny cartoon. So here's a uh, here's a clip from the Carol Burnett show, and this is about elephants. And apparently, hmm. this is him completely ad living. And they are trying desperately <laughs> to keep it together. And he, yeah. and the, mind you, this is CBS. Yeah, and listen to the stuff he's saying. And they're going with And it. he goes completely off script. They so. have this is all being made up on this. Part. Here we go. See, uh, this elephant uh, had this little dwarf trainer, and. Uh... <laughs> And they can, you can see by the looks on their face, the audience is taking in that they they don't know what's about yeah, to happen. Yeah, yeah. They're cracking up. <laughs> Just used to put a little ballerina skirt on that elephant. <laughs> I go around circling. Okay. That's why I thought it was so laughable at the time. There we there's a rumor going around the circus that that dwarf and the elephant were lovers. <laughs> they're all burying their heads. Yeah. <laughs> they're just they're trying to keep it together. <laughs> It just keeps going. Yeah. <laughs> Carol's actually slapping him at some point. Elephant. 
and squash. <laughs> <laughs> there was another one that he, he made up too, Steve, about the uh, Siamese twin elephants joined joined at the trunk. Snorking, <laughs> 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 their eyes would yeah. wouldn't uh-huh. yeah. But what happens at the end of it? Vicky Lawrence comes in with an eight bomb at the end, so they go through this whole thing, and she's the, the you know the the, the grandmother, uh-huh. and uh, she goes, you know, um, are you going to say anything? Grandma? She goes, she goes uh, and basically says, I was, I was just waiting for that a hole, and she says the full oh. word oh, get to out. finish, and that. <laughs> Just lays them out. Oh, my yeah. God. Man, that was good stuff. Uh, here's Carol Burnett uh, recalling hiring him. Conway, there's nobody funnier in the world, I don't think, than Conway. But he was on our show as a guest pretty regularly, once a month, sometimes twice a month. Finally, we signed him as a regular on the ninth year. Everybody thinks he was with us the whole 11 years, every week, but not till the ninth year. No kidding. Yeah, he, I did not know that. He was a frequent guest, but he was not a regular player until okay. the latter part of the show. Man, and then one more clip from her talking about his comedy chops. I often thought that I should have had some investment in Depends because (laughs) nobody could could be with Tim and keep a straight face. Once he got on a roll, he would do things that were never in rehearsal. Do you remember the one where he 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 is the uh, the the butler and he polishes the doorknob? It's a big doorknob in the center of the door, Mm -mm. and he's. Somebody comes to the door and he's trying to he's trying to t- open it. He has his 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 gloves on as a butler would have as he's mm-hmm. doing the thing, mm-hmm. and he finally gets up on the door and he's trying to rock his body. It's one of those things where if you want to see Corman just yeah. almost have a heart attack for laughing so hard, yeah. And this is all brilliant physical comedy done in the moment in front of a live audience. Wow! Uh, so sad news. He lived a full life, but uh, <sighs> Tim Conway, uh, comedic genius, passed. Um, should I go to this call yeah, right now? Yeah, I think so. There may be, uh, there may be requirements. Here. All right. Um, we had the uh, Coolest Teacher of the Year announcement of who won with uh, Ruston High School. And uh, it was social studies teacher Brad Harkins. And guess what? He's on the line hey. right now. Mr. Harkins. Hey. Good morning, Brad. How you doing? Doing great, guys. How you doing? We're, we're doing well. Congratulations on your win. Thanks. Big win, no doubt. Yeah. <laughs> does that add, does that add to a successful uh, rest, uh, wrestling and baseball season? Oh, absolutely. Nice. Yeah. Stop it. Uh, we, we saw that uh, that yes, you uh, you're the wrestling and baseball coach at uh, Ruston High School. How long have you been working there, Brad? Uh, so I've been here since we opened in 2006. Uh, before that, I was at Henderson High School. So it's been a fun journey, no doubt. Wow. In this school and, and getting started with uh, a lot of the staff members that are still here. Now, do you attribute your your success or the the fact that the students love you so much? You're doing the sports stuff. You seem like a re- really well rounded guy. Uh, do you think all of those things together may makes you so popular? Makes you the coolest teacher? I think it helps because you get uh, to have a, a deeper connection. I think with the kids when you spend so much time with them doing right. things outside of the classroom as well. So yeah, I think um, you know it's a combination of I think mutual respect in some ways and 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 the time you spend with them that attributes to those types of things certainly that's cool man so uh any plans for the summer yeah i'm actually uh heading over with some kids and, and a group of teachers to europe for a little bit so nice. uh yeah we're we're actually about a month away from that so i'm looking forward to it that's pretty this, cool uh, this must be the new thing because yeah. our teacher yesterday took uh for spring break took students to london 
Uh, so I didn't go anywhere. I didn't go anywhere. I went nowhere. Yeah, yeah. And, and go figure. The coolest teachers Teacher. are yeah. taking all this through this uh-huh. London. What? Uh, what is it for a social studies uh, lesson of sorts? Is it? Is it uh, kids who are uh, who are taking that particular class? So one of our one of my colleagues, Bill Hayde, really heads the trip up, and it, it's for kids who have taken social studies courses, Holocaust classes, uh, military history, and such. And we we. This time we're going to some World War One battlefields. Ooh, I would have loved that. And, yeah, yeah, and then then we're going to wrap up in Switzerland. So that should be should be great. That's awesome, man. You know the drinking age is like eighteen there. <laughs> keep an eye have on fun. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah. Well, we'll we'll keep we'll keep a tight eye. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, listen. Uh, congratulations. Uh, thanks for uh, molding these young minds, and apparently you're doing it the right way because they do approve of your methods, and uh, they voted as. You to be the coolest teacher. Listen, I'm sure there's tons of cool teachers at Ruston High School, but uh, we're none as good as you. None as good as you. <laughs> and commemorate right, right. that, we are going to give you the President Steve Coolest Teacher of the Year coffee mug, and we will also give you a fifty dollars What a Crock Meals gift card. Set you up with a nice meal. All right. Awesome. Well, listen, if I could thank you guys for recognizing all the great teachers out there, it's it's really an awesome thing. We certainly at Ruston, we have a ton, a ton, a ton of cool teachers. So the fact that I got lucky enough to get uh, voted in is 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 certainly uh, pretty humbling. Hey, uh, by the way, our uh, assistant producer Connor here is uh, Connor Betts. You, you uh, he had you as a teacher. Oh, oh really? I didn't know that. Yeah. Come over here, Connor. Oh, um, I, I talked to him when I called in. So that's, <laughs> how about that small world, huh? There you go. Uh, do you yeah. remember, Say hi. You remember him? Uh, yeah. Okay. Yeah, um, absolutely. All right, and uh, so hang on, Connor. Was he was he a cool teacher? Yeah, definitely. Okay. I ha- I was in the same class or. Er, 2012 graduating class as his nephew Evan. Okay. Wow, you're his nephew. I had no idea. Oh. Wow, glad we could have this family <laughs> reunion live on the air. It's teary eyed. Well, listen, congratulations, uh, Mr. Harkins. Have a uh, great rest of the year and a wonderful summer. And uh, congratulations on your victory. Thanks, guys. You too. All right, Brad yeah. Harkins, the coolest teacher at Ruston High School. And like you said, there's a lot of them. We just uh, we are just uh, singling out a few here and there. That's kind of a I think a Gabe Kapler vibe to him. Yeah. Yeah, you think, think so? so? Yeah. All right, so the next one that is up for the votes is Archbishop Carroll High School in Radnor, Pennsylvania. Text the word teacher followed by the teacher's name to 39333, and tomorrow morning we'll find out who our winner is. Okay, we only got to one story in the entertainment news. <laughs> mm-hmm. i got to move on to a couple of more. MTV Movie and TV Award 2019 nominations were announced yesterday. Incredibly exciting. I'll go through a few of the uh, categories if you like. By the way, um, so it's for movie and television and uh, Game of Thrones and Avengers Endgame and RBG received the most nominations with four nods each. RBG? Got- I know, I was surprised. Okay. Yeah. That's Ruth Bader Ginsburg. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. Documentary, right? All right, so it will be hosted by, I love this, Zachary Levi. Man, that guy's a great personality. Uh, He has nominations for a starring role in Shazam, uh, and it's going to be airing June 17th from the Barker Hangar in Santa Monica, California. Best movie, I'll just hit some highlights here real quick. Uh, Avengers Endgame, Black Klansman, Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse, To All the Boys I've Loved Before, and Us. Uh, For the best show... Big Mouth, which I was surprised to see. Huh. I love that yeah, show. Yeah, Netflix, it's right? dirty, right? It's insanely <laughs> dirty. Right. Insanely, really, really, really gritty <laughs> dirty. 
Uh, also, Game of Thrones, Riverdale. Wow. Uh, I can't even say this. S Creek. Yeah. Uh, and it got uh, canceled. It did. And The Haunting of Hill House are up for well, best TV show. This is a little bit more um, evolved yes, in I their uh, selections. Best performance in a movie: uh, Amanda Stenberg in The Hate You Give, Lady Gaga in The Star Is Born, uh, Lupita Nyong'o in Us. Uh, Rami Malek in Bohemian Rhapsody and Sandra Bullock in Bird Box. Mm. Uh, best performance in a show. Uh, Elizabeth Moss in The Handmaid's Tale. Uh, Amelia Clark for Game of Thrones. Gina Rodriguez for Jane the Virgin. Jason Mitchell for The Chi. And uh, Kiernan Shipka for Chilling Adventures of Sabrina. I'm sorry, but it's the chai. Like, cause it's like oh, Chicago. Like it's like, it's oh, Chicago? Chicago, yeah. Oh, okay, uh, okay right. yeah. yeah. Uh, so it'd be shy, actually. Shy, yeah. yeah. All right, then you have uh, Best Hero, Brie Larson, Captain Marvel, John David Washington for Black Klansman, Maisie Williams for Game of Thrones, Robert Downey Jr. in Avengers Endgame, and Zachary Levi in Shazam. So who gets your vote? Man. I bet you're going with Maisie Williams. I was thinking about it, but man... I mean, has Robert Downey Jr. has probably won that before, I'm guessing. I would imagine. If if he hasn't, then I'd vote for him. Okay. Uh, But I gotta go with Maisie Williams. (laughs) Best villain, uh, Jody Comer for Killing Eve, uh, Joseph Fines for uh, The Handmaid's Tale, Josh Brolin, Avengers Endgame, yeah. uh, Lupita Nyong'o for Us, and uh, Penn Badgley for You. Uh, and then I'll have a couple more of these. Uh, best comedic performance, uh, Aquafina for Crazy Rich Asian, Asians. She's good. She is good in that. Uh, Dan Levy for uh, S's Creek. Uh, John Mulaney on Big Mouth. Uh, Marcea Martin for Little. Not familiar. Uh, Zachary Levi for Shazam. And then I'll just do one more. Best Fight. That's uh, always good. Uh, Avengers Endgame, Captain America versus Thanos. Uh, Captain Marvel, which would be Captain Marvel versus Minerva. Uh, Game of Thrones, Arya Stark versus the White Walkers. RBG, (laughs) (laughs) Ruth Bader Ginsburg versus Inequality. Oh, my God. And uh, WWE WrestleMania. Wow. Uh, It's the uh, the chick battle. Everybody, you know, Becky Lynch and Rousey and Charlotte Flair. Uh, So... We'll see how they pan out. Like I said, the it will be airing on uh, June 17th. So that's the MTV uh, Movie and Television Awards. Uh, let's see. What else? Skip that. Skip a couple crap, of these. Crap, these. Double crap. More crap. Later. Um, okay, you'll find this entertaining, Steve. When asked to describe her ex, Jack Nicholson, in three words... Uh, Angelica Houston <laughs> told viewers of Watch What Happens Live with Andy Cohen, and she dropped the D-bomb and then specified very big. Wow. D, very big are the three words that she described Jack Nicholson with. Okay. <laughs> Has or is? That I don't know. Right? Yeah, right? That's oh. the question. <laughs> yeah. Has or is? I'm guessing maybe Both? is. Uh, but they, they had a nas- nasty relationship. I mean, it was a long-term relationship. They were together for a long time. They were the it couple. She is in John Wick 3, Parabellum. Okay. And she's excellent. Okay, so that's why she's doing this. That's why she's doing all this. That's why they've resurrected her. Well, we need to... Somebody needs to ask a follow-up question here. I have an incredibly large (laughs) penis. Yeah, maybe. And I swing it like a lumberjack. It may happen. Uh, by the way, new day, new Car Jenner line of something. Uh, TMZ reports that Kylie Jenner is leading the charge with a new line of baby clothes. Thank God. 
We really needed that. We really do need this stuff. She's going to become a trillionaire with this crap. Yeah. She filed documents to trademark Kylie Baby. Mm-hmm. Kylie Baby. Uh, and the billionaire is aiming <laughs> to create a line of baby furniture, linens, including blankets and crib jumpers. And it's going to sell. Breast pumps, strollers, car seats, diaper bags, and non-medicated lotions and cream. I mean, if she gets... Oh, my God. If she gets this stuff in, like, a Target, like... It's gonna yeah. explode. Good night. Yep. I mean, that's a that's a product line. If you get your if you get your mitts on it, it's just gonna Jessica Alba take off. Yeah. So Jessica Alba's money, which I think she's probably close to being a billionaire as well from that stuff off that. So her baby product line was supposedly all organic based and yeah. all this stuff. Remember, they had that issue where there was something that was not, mm-hmm. and people were. All up in arms, but she's made a mint off of her baby line. Yep. yep. There's no uh, lip kits for babies that not, she's selling. Oh, yet. you know, plump up those <laughs> infant lips. Yeah, they'll be out short. Those your baby's lips are rather lean. Well, you know what she what she could end up doing is uh, you know like when kids eat popsicles, their lips usually turn the color of the popsicles. Yeah, yeah. she could turn that into like a lipstick of sorts. Yeah. Yeah, she could. You're right, Casey. I wouldn't doubt it. That mm-hmm. is not too far. How off about the breast market. implants for infants? <laughs> <laughs> Your baby's flat. Yeah. Oh my God. Baby's first boobs. <laughs> that, that that onesie doesn't hang right. If she had a little bit of a chest, it might look better. Mm-hmm. All right, and then one last story. Uh, don't do it is what George Clooney told Ben Affleck when the star asked him about playing Batman. Uh, He had told The Hollywood Reporter that he had learned the lesson the hard way himself in 1997's Batman and Robin. Uh, Clooney said uh, Schwarzenegger was paid, uh, I think, $25 million for that, which was like 20 times more than what I was paid for it. And, you know, we never, ever worked together, uh, even worked together. He said we worked together for one day, but I took all the heat. And he said, now, fair deal. I was playing Batman, and I wasn't good in it, and it wasn't a good film. But what I learned from that failure was that I had to rethink how I was working because now I wasn't just an actor getting a role. I was being held responsible for the film itself. But he did go on to say that Ben did a great job and it was good for him. So, listen, I don't hold him responsible. I don't either. For that. They jammed too much into that movie. It was was very cartoony. Right. Where Batman Forever was cartoony, but I really loved the Val Kilmer Batman and, and Tommy Lee Jones and Jim Carrey, that was fine. But in that particular one, it was just off the charts. Schwarzenegger was eating up the scenery as Mr. Freeze, mm-hmm. and it was, it was too much. Yep. So, uh, But he initially, he told him, dude, don't do it. Yeah. I learned, don't be Batman, but it worked <laughs> out for him. All right, uh, we're going to get right into the clips. So Riverdale has eye candy for everyone. Here, oh, yeah. K.J. Appa, who plays uh, Archie, talks about what uh, he is most excited about for tonight's season finale. The shirts are off. The muscles are out. Mark Consuelos got absolutely ripped. The old man put me to shame. Shut up, dummy. <laughs> <laughs> Mark Consuelos is in really good shape, man. Uh, the season three finale of Riverdale airs tonight, 8 p.m. on the CW. Here's the next clip. Gone follows the survivor of a high-profile child abduction case. And uh, who has uh, devoted her life to never falling victim again. In this clip, Danny Pino, who plays FBI agent John Bishop, explains why he appreciates the research that went into his character. You know, the research into Bishop uh, was multifaceted. I mean, it's it's my favorite part, really, you know, other than being on set and uh, and actually 
you know, uh, stepping into his into his shoes. Uh, the season one finale of Gone airs tonight, nine o'clock. That's on WGN America. Yeah, that, that you can get that on your toaster. Yeah, and there you go. <laughs> that's what I got for you. The entertainment report this morning. Don't forget, we have a secret text word today. It's a chance for you to see Slayer. Uh, they're going to be playing the last Philly show ever, May 24th, BB&T Pavilion, Cannibal Corpse, La- uh, Lamb of God, and uh, Eamon Amarath. And Charles Palminteri. And Charles Palminteri doing uh, the Bronx Tale, one-man show. <laughs> uh, no, he's not. The hell is this? Text word secret to 39333. Bounce word back to you uh, later on. I'll ask you to call in with that word, and the designated call is going to win. We'll also take a random text or two, so why not give it a shot? We're going to take a break, and coming back in just a moment on this beautiful morning. Stay with us. Here comes the MM Army. What's going on? Join the MM Army Thursday from 4 to 6 at Ardent Credit Union, 1801 Market Street in Center City for an MM Barbecue 2019 ticket raid. Win tickets every 10 minutes. Hang with Casey Boy Thursday from 8 to 10 at the Irish Pub, 2007 Walnut Street in Philly to vote for your favorite team jersey design for the MMR Rock and Rollers at the 2019 Bend to the Shore. Enjoy $4 Bud Light pints during the event. 93.3 WMMR. Everything and everywhere that rocks. All right. Thank you very much, Kathy. By the way, uh, new school chosen for coolest teacher of the year. It's Archbishop Carroll High School in Radnor. By the way, just call him Carroll. Okay, so, yeah. Yeah. Uh, so text the word teacher followed by the teacher's name to 39333 for that person you want to uh, nominate for coolest teacher of the year. Winner tomorrow morning after you tally all the votes is going to get a coolest teacher of the year coffee mug courtesy of the President Steve Show and a $50 uh, gift certificate for What A Crock Meals, whatacrockmeals.com, by the way. And our um, winner from Ruston High School called in a little while ago, Brad Harkins, very cool guy, social studies teacher. So we congratulate him and all teachers. God, man, the, and they, the whole thing with this taking students to Europe, that was, yeah. we never got trips. My, we did nothing in my high school. Yep, yep. So they're doing it now, though, They're man. doing it now. Yep. Uh, speaking of traveling, one might hear a variety of accents, should you happen to be lucky enough to travel around the world or the country. Uh, and apparently there is an international media company named Big 7 Travel, and they have released a list of the top 50 USA sexiest accents. So this is focused in the United States, and uh, they have uh, they have apparently narrowed it down with their uh, their database. They, they had are. A, they had a survey that they had to put out there, and they were pretty comprehensive in uh, regional, uh, yeah, yeah, accents. Yeah, I saw uh, the breakdown of this, and yeah. it's it's kind of funny because two in particular that I, that I would put neck and neck yeah. are at opposite ends of the list. Yeah, this is weird, but this yeah. is how the people voted, and I, I'll lead with you know good news, I guess. Uh, eighth on the list. Philadelphia. Oh, <laughs> yes. Really? The Philadelphia yes. accent is number eight on the list. Eighth sexiest oh. accent. That's interesting. I, I think it's tough to um, uh, to impersonate a Philadelphia accent. It is. And obviously, you know, Tina Fey does a really, really good job of it. Um, but I've, I've heard other people try to do it, and it just doesn't work. I will tell you who pulled it off. Perfectly. I hope it's the same person I'm thinking. Well, it and it's a movie that Steve and I reference all the time is Rocky Balboa. Yeah. There's the the girl that plays that she was a, a, a childhood friend of Rocky when she was a kid and Rocky was gonna, you know, go against first fight against Apollo 
tells her to stop smoking all this anyway. They advance the story in Rocky Balboa. She's now grown up and everything, and they meet each other. This woman is Irish. Yeah. yeah. She pulled it off. And she is like the yeah and yeah. all that stuff. These, these really subtle yeah and, the, you know, the Tuesdays and, and stuff like that. And she nails it. I was so surprised to find out. I don't know her name. But I was so surprised to find out that she was Irish. With she an Irish accent. Killed yeah. it, I think man. it's really, really hard to 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 do the, the impression, the accent, you know, within a it's sentence. It's subtle. I think it's really... That, wait, it's, that's it. That, yeah. That's exactly it. I, I don't think it's hard. I think that some people try to go over the top exactly. with it. If, if you just don't go too too much with it, then you got it. Throw um, in your perfunctory wooters and thune and him, <clears throat> and those 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 are the obvious. Well, that's so what I was going to say. Little, like, little, yeah, but, they're, and they, it, but finesse it. If you just do the words yeah. that, you know, that are, that are the obvious, yeah, that's, that, yeah, wooder... Tuesday, phone, all yeah. that sort of stuff. But when you try and put it in a sentence, like everyday conversation, yeah. it ends up becoming, um, uh, you know, like a little bit over the top. Well, when Silver Lining Playbook, Silver Lining's Playbook were shooting yeah. here locally, the house that they were uh, they were at, the house that they, and I forgot uh, who the family was that owns that house, but they were there for the filming. Right. And the dad, the older, uh, you know, uh, owner of the house, was trying to walk De Niro. <laughs> De Niro. De Niro. Yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. Through the subtleties oh, really? of the Philly accent, and he was no holds barred, just going, nah, you ain't getting it. <laughs> he was like, you're not getting it. And he, was, he told him he couldn't go. He, he didn't get it. And if you watch Silver Linings really Playbook, he doesn't quite no, get it. You know, and he didn't do it. It's yeah. a little New Yorky. A lot know? of times it's better to sort of hit somewhere, like I would say, I find similarities between the Long Island accent and the Philadelphia uh, accent, and I think uh, uh, people who overdo it ruin it. Right. Again, you c- come in, come in low, and you're gonna you're gonna be closer to the original Philadelphian accent. But go overboard, you lose it. Uh, James McAvoy hosted SNL uh, when um, the last movie, Shyamalan movie, came out, and he did a Philly accent, and he does a really good job, especially somebody who grew up in Scotland, um, and. You, when you can do it and eliminate a foreign accent to do a Philly accent, yeah, I, think right. really I think it yeah. might actually yeah. serve you if you do have a bit of a foreign accent yeah. because you're going to concentrate on the subtleties that really telegraph an authentic Philadelphian accent. We do have the uh, Rocky uh, clip press if oh. you want to play that, Little Marie. Okay. This, is, right. this yeah. is little. This isn't from Rocky Balboa. This is the original Rocky, Marissa. Okay. Oh, it's from the original Rocky? Oh, that well, I don't know. Maybe she... Keep back like a whore. I'll turn into one, right? Yeah, something like that. Yeah, but that's not that's, that's not, not what I'm talking no, about. No, yeah, it's, it's, it's that Balboa. girl grown up. Yeah, okay. and it's, it's not the same girl. No, it's no. not the same actress. By the way, it's a different actress. So there is. Uh, you guys all know Nick Kroll. Yes, and he's a great comedian and comedic uh, actor, if you want to call him that. He is in a sketch uh, that's like the, it's sort of lampoons a Philly pawn shop. Yeah. I think he does a really good Philly okay. accent, and uh, Marissa's going to grab a clip of that. As She's well. grabbing also. It's an it's a go. clip that we that was aired a couple times. Uh, you got it, you got it. This All is right. the Nick Roll one. Okay, from uh, from Philly Pond. You're coming by tomorrow to pick up them laundries, aren't you? Anyway. <laughs> oh yeah, I gotta get them laundries. Hello, Murph. Don. Oh, what's up, Don? You want advice on how to win a World Series? No, I'm calling to give you advice on how to win one Super Bowl ever. I got a pawn shop to run here, Don. Uh, Listen, Jagoff, I got a whole treasure trove of Philly magazines, okay? One of them's got a uh, picture of Darren Dalton in a tux eating a uh, hot dog. That one where he got the mustard on his face? Yeah, that's the one. Oh, that would move here for sure. <laughs> now that you mention it, I got them slacks worn by Jean-Claude Van Damme in that movie Sudden Death. <laughs> Double. <laughs> 
None of like that I is said, sexy to me. No. 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 I, I, that's why it's funny that it's placing eighth on the list. There's also another clip it. coming over, which is uh, what if Titanic was had a Philly accent. No. Right. And Marissa, I sent you a clip of... Um, we're we're, gonna make it <laughs> we're bombarding her. Yeah, of, uh, from Rocky Balboa that might be it. But I love how you said mustard. Yeah, yeah. Mustard? Yeah. Mustard. That's just a, a slight little walk over the tea and mustard. On the worst. But I think... So there's a, there is a comedic... Um, part of it like when Kate Flannery or, or something you know somebody like this does it that that's funny when when you go a little yeah. bit over do you find it, it sexy no it is not sexy but uh, no I don't think it's uh, the Philly accent is sexy at all but um yeah. I, I just think that it can be funny but somebody um you know who can do it right and really play it off is it has to do it subtle maybe that would be a little sexier than the over-the-top funny when I first moved here the 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 very first thing that I noticed uh was instead of yeah was yeah. 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 Uh, yeah. That was the first thing I picked up and on. And that's Long Island as well. I didn't pick up on Wooder for a long time until somebody had pointed it out. Uh, and the one that I that I absolutely positively, I have a neighbor who uh, talks about going up to the Poconos <laughs> all the time. And now I hear that in every single O sound, yeah. long O. I, I, you know what? And, and I don't find it sexy, but right from the get-go, I've found it. I, I, I love it. It has a warm real regular sound to it that yeah. I do I, I would say that as opposed to sexy yeah a sexy accent that I wouldn't say do you ever catch yourself saying a word that you know like a little bit of the Philly accent anything yeah. I don't has, has, has any as I don't know if I've gotten an imprint of anything yeah I I have I what absolutely did one time I so it was getting ready for my high school reunion and I was making videos because I was on the committee to try and get people to know I was posting them on, <laughs> on uh, Facebook and so I wanted to do because it was in the 1980s when I graduated, 1986. So I'm, I'm at home and I'm playing. A, 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 there's a video of me playing on my video game, yeah. Uh, you know, console that I have, and I'm playing Robotron. And I said Robotron. <laughs> no, yes, on I purpose did. or no, not <laughs> on purpose. It's getting you, Kathy. Robotron. I didn't know I had Robotron. I didn't <laughs> on my video games. <laughs> I didn't know I had an accent, and I, I dated a girl from North Jersey. And when I had visited her and was hanging out with her friends, they were like making fun of me. Because I, the way I said phone, and I was like, I, I no, you like, please, you definitely don't. do. I, I just meant them because they didn't grow up here. You right. know, like, is there anything that has you know creeped into your yeah. vocabulary that you you didn't? Really do you ever hear know? me? Uh, do, do I, I do I ever slip with anything? I, I, there are. I don't a, think so. One or two New York things uh, that will slip through, but I'm fairly antiseptic. Yeah, because my dad was growing up. My dad was from uh, uh, Milwaukee. Uh, and uh, so I, uh, you know, he had that sort of. Yeah, so he... I uh, mine got. I had a southern accent as a yeah. kid because I was born in Tennessee. I lived in South Carolina for a little while, but living in the Midwest kind of washed that out, and I had that kind of generic. Which is good. Yeah, I mean, it's it's pretty. You can take it anywhere, kind of. You can you port know? it all over the yeah. place. Yeah. yeah. So on our show, Casey, you probably have the thickest accent of any of us. I, I think, like, or or most recognizable. But I'm just like at the radio station. Other than Jackie Bam Bam, does anybody have a thick accent that works here? Uh, Pancake, what about maybe? Pancake, Pancake. Does. you're right. Does he? Does Brent yeah. have a little bit? A little Dorsham. bit, yeah. yeah. Yes, Brent, Brent does? does. Yes. A little bit. A okay. little bit. Yeah. There, yeah, there are a few words um, that Brent is like him and stuff like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. By the way, to point out, the Long Island accent is last on the list. <laughs> I, I, that is so least sexy out of any accent. I, I, I'll take the, the southern accent. I was there accent. all the time. We go to Models. Get on the ways and go home. Yeah, so it's, it's, so, it's, it's, it's just variations. A lot of this, of this guy of Philly is very, very similar. Very, very similar. I think it's so harsh. It it is. And whenever you see someone on television, Kathy, that what comes from 
Long Island, they're always complete morons. Yeah. <laughs> it's always the case. Well, and even if they're not morons, they really the accent. It's so harsh; it makes them sound a little. I, you want like to? Oh, 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 Kathy. So I was watching. It's finally up on Amazon Prime. Uh, the uh, uh, the casualties of love. The Amy Fisher Dude. story with Alyssa Milano. <laughs> I was just about to say that. <laughs> Nick, I watched it this weekend. <laughs> Oh, my car's, my car has a dent in it. Could you fix it? Could I fix it for you? <laughs> of course I will. I'll make it, like, brand new. Yeah. I mean, it's it's almost cartoon-like, except that it's real. Yeah. You know? Honestly, they're not doing it enough. <laughs> Let me, uh, all right, so that uh, there's a clip over from uh, Little Marie, grown-up Casey. Well, Marissa just got in my ear here, and she says she's got a better clip coming over in just right, a couple well, of seconds. well, hold on that. Let me go through a couple of the other ones, and we got a lot of phone calls coming in, and we'll get to that in a moment, but... Um, Number one on this list, and, I, and I'm surprised at a couple of them here. Number one is the Texan accent. Yeah. Okay. Uh, number two. For, and by the way, for sexy. Yeah, sexy. Yeah. Uh, a lot of women find. I, I kind of like it. The southern accent I, to be sexy. I like a southern accent. Mm. Yes, I do. And there are varieties of yeah. southern oh, yeah. accents, by the way. Some are lilting, some are arch. Yep. And <laughs> number two, though, the Bostonian accent. No. I've told you many times I... Uh, it's unique, yeah, and and it's very, oh. it's definitely got its own style. But it has, it drives me a little crazy. This is almost yeah. an inversion, yeah. Okay. Except for Long Island, I, Long Island definitely, I, I agree. Uh, listen, and I'm from New York, but uh, I know, and, I know what is a grating accent. Yeah. Is it just that it's so recognizable? It might be. It may very well be Casey. That's very true. But listen <laughs> to this: some of these are head scratchers. Third is New York. Okay, yeah, sexiest. Uh, then. Maine, the Mainer accent. It's yeah. very similar really? to Boston. It's very, very it's, similar. It's a tamped down version of Boston. What's it's, it's, do- a, it's almost a southern, it's like a hick version of Boston. It's out of a pair. Yeah, it's a yeah. little like that. But they also, There's a moose in the dumbwaiter. I'm trying to think like uh, a... <laughs> those are the elocution lessons you learn at the Maine School of Speech there's Therapy. A, there's a moose in the dumbwaiter. Maynard, there's a moose right? in the dumbwaiter. <laughs> you, Off it's the a, tongue. You guys are going a little to a golden pond there. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Like, is yes. Golden Pond in, set in, in uh, New, New Hampshire? I okay. Think. Yeah. Oh, I because it was Maine. Uh, uh, the same thing. Which one does they'll put like R's at the end of uh, words that have vowels in them? Like, like um, I have a friend named Melissa, and her family Melissa. calls her Melissa. 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 Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. That's like I saw a film from the yeah. Beatles, right? <laughs> yeah. That's uh, I seen it. You hear that in Goodwill Hunting? <laughs> I the, seen it. The Boston accent. He'll say uh, saw. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. Yeah yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. Did you uh, saw saw? Number five is Chicago, the Chicago accent, which is... What is that? Um, it's a... The Bears. Chicago! Yeah. Chicago! Oh, the, bear, the Bears. The Bears. The Bears. Well, very, uh, that's a bastardization like, yeah. of it. But. It's, it's a very... Uh, you know who used to have a real arch, but really... Uh, Dennis Farina, the actor who is uh, yeah. in uh, yep. Shorty and uh, Crime Story. He was a legitimate... Chicago cop for decades, and he had that whole thing. I don't uh, know, because, I mean, I have family in Chicago, and they, I mean, they're originally from here, so. That's but, probably the issue there. But I don't know uh, an accent of theirs. I do like that accent. I, I do, I, the Chicago accent. Number six is Mississippi, so that's deep south. Yeah. Uh, number seven is the Hawaiian accent. You know what I, accent I do like is like a North Carolina accent, because it's very similar to Philly accent. It's It's like a southern twang, but like. Like what are you gonna do? Like you, yeah, dude. dog, dog, <laughs> not yeah. dog, but like. I remember the time we had uh, what was his name, Whiplash, and uh, 
Oh, oh yeah, 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 yeah. Why do you talk stupid like that? I did not say that! <laughs> I told you guys. My, I said I like the way you said dog. Yeah. My, my stepmother, who, you know, is my most of my family comes from Kentucky, and my stepmother has the thickest accent I've ever heard from there. And I've told you she will add syllables oh, onto yeah. stuff. Yeah. So, you know, my shortened name is Press. Uh, but it's two syllables away. She says is pray us. Right. Pray us is basically what <laughs> she's saying. Pray us. My my wife has so yeah, in her family, her sister will take um and we're all, you know, Irish and, and you know, New York and the general area, but her sister Barbara will take Claire mm-hmm. and make it a like a three so Kalaya. 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 <laughs> um what I like about the going back to North Carolina accent uh is men I think with the accent end up sounding effeminate, which is you know it could be like the most manliest man, I know what you're but, but because of the accent, yeah, it just sounds a little effeminate. Yeah, that that comes out in South Carolina as well. That okay. whole Carolina uh, and and to, to to use a politician, somebody yeah. that that we would like Lindsey Graham, right, has kind of a sort of a, it's got a, a there's a a, of also a sometimes there's a little bit of a going on. Yes, yeah. A lot of syllabants popping. You need your plosion guard on your microphone. Because you get spittle all over it. Dribble down your chin makes quite a mess on your pantaloons. Uh, yeah, there's there's a precision to the... Yes. Uh, and then some people... Obama used to have it. It was the uh, President Obama with the... Uh, the yeah, yeah. Oh, the, yeah, those sharp yeah. S's. All right, hang on here. Uh, this is the Titanic with a Philly accent. Yes. Okay, here's a, we'll play some of this. This water is so beautiful. I hope I can spend it someday looking at it with somebody on this boat. <laughs> Rose. You just changed my mind. <laughs> Give me your hand. <laughs> Hold on to the railing. Keep your eyes closed. Don't peek. Oh, that's good. That's good. Well, we had the marshmallow guys on at the camp out for hunger. Yeah, like, straight up. Straight up. Loved it. Loved those guys. It, the, the, and then... Their personalities were great, yeah, but like but that's, that I equate, with the accent. Like, I equate oh. that kind of per- with with this act that accent. Yeah. The Philadelphia accent to me feels friendly and warm. You know, okay, but that kind of guy. So, just hang with me here, okay. Case. All right, Can, can't you tell the difference between somebody who has a Delco accent accent and somebody who doesn't? I just equate it to like a Philly accent. Can you um, t- can you the, tell regionally? The, to to Kathy's point, could you tell? The difference between a uh, a Delco probably, accent and probably. a Ross County accent. I think so. Yeah, probably. Because mm-hmm. uh, those guys are definitely Delco. <laughs> but it's a little, like, stronger. It's, mm-hmm. it's a little more. Like, cooler. Mm-hmm. Like, like, really, super really cool. Cool. I mean, hang, Jesus Christ. Hang on. Right. Let's not go there. All right, hang on. I, I want to play this clip, Case. This was the, uh, mm-hmm. to the beginning of this. So this is that actress in Rocky Balboa, an Irish actress uh, pulling off the, the, the Philly accent. Yeah. And she does it subtly, I think. So I, I don't know which particular... One, this is a segment. But look, I know I usually don't say a lot. I'm always listening and looking. And, but you know who you are. You know the part of you that's so full of life. I mean, we all have that feeling, that fire. We usually never get a chance to use it, and then it just goes away. But you can. You've got this opportunity, so do it. Why not? It's subtle. She doesn't. Are you, do from, are you from Ireland? <laughs> um, you sound like you're from Ireland, pretending you're from Philadelphian. 
There was only one word that she said that sounded Philadelphia when she said use it. Use. Exculpatory. Yeah, but that's it. That's why it sounds so good because it's not that over-the-top comedic. Because always when any question like this comes up, you're going to go to the default words that trigger the uh, the accent. (laughs) Accent stinks! What is that? What are you from Ireland? You've been lying to me all this time trying to make me believe you're from Philadelphia you're actually from Dublin. Hang on, let's go to the thickest Philly Top accent. Of the morning tea. That we know, and uh, Flossie's oh, on. Yeah. <laughs> hey, Flossie, how you doing? Good morning. Hey, bitches. Hey, hey what? <laughs> oh, you're trying to be all sexy now, Flossie? <laughs> I, I'm calling for my award. I'm calling for my Philly accent award, and I'm also calling Kathy... You need to come over to my house so I could teach you how to say Pashonk the right way. <laughs> well, you know, I don't understand. Pashonk People no, from South work. Philly are the ones telling me how to say it. It's Pashonk. It's Pashonk. That's what I say. <laughs> well, you're kind of mixing them together. I'm noticing you're kind of saying Pashonk. Pashonk. Here's the deal. Wait one second. Flossie, at some point we got to get you in here and do a Flossie sex line. Mm-hmm. Wouldn't that oh, be great? Oh my God. How are you feeling today? <laughs> Just let me know. Are you turned on? Just let me know. All right. I'm open. <laughs> so, I, I, Flossie is a perfect example. I wonder if someone else believes they exceed naturally Flossie's. But doesn't she see? It just sounds nice. Per- nice. And nice. Sweet. Yes. And good. Sexy. Yeah. No. 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 And, and that's just me. And you I mean, know that, Flossie. Yeah. I mean, I, I, a wonderful, kind, decent, warm person, but not at all sexy. Um, no, no, no. Not to me. No. 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 Are you hard over there? (laughs) I'm going to New York next weekend, so I'll see if I can practice some of that. Yes, well, Both of the men together. Eighth sexiest. You know it. (laughs) All right. Thank you, Flossie. Have a good one, guys. You too. We'll see you later. Hang on. Let me go to Andrew. Hi, Andrew. Good morning. You guys rock. Thank you, Andrew. What's up, buddy? All right, well, my wife hates my Philly accent. It's not even a Philly accent, but there's one word that she can't stand me saying, and you've talked about it a couple of times. It's water. Yeah, get over cannot, it, woman. <laughs> she cannot stand when I say water. And we have three daughters, <clears throat> excuse me. And every time I say water, she's like, now, girls, it's water. I do the exact same thing. I do not want Jace to say water. And, yeah, I, and I correct him all of the time. Every time he says it, I make him say water. Andrew, where's your wife from, by the way? She's from Senegal. Oh, she's got her own accent then. Okay. So, because my wife is from Jersey, and she's got a, a, a stick up her ass about water as well. And she corrects my kids all the time. Got a stick up her ass? Yeah. yeah but... She says like mittens and kittens, uh-huh. like you yeah, know, yeah, I mean? like yeah. she's got yeah. that whole New Jersey thing. That's like, the one I don't uh-huh. allow in my house. Mittens, Scranton. yes, mittens, getting that, uh, any getting that, no, <laughs> getting. I think yeah, it's well. harder to omit those T's than to say them. No, it's it's harder to omit. Harder, harder, just, harder <laughs> omit. to omit them. Yeah, omit. Another one is um, winter. It's not winter. It's winter. Winter, yeah. Uh, I'll correct him on that one, too. It's easy. Uh, Andrew, so she hates it, huh? She hates it, can't stand it, and corrects me every single time. So I'll say, okay, water. Water. (laughs) What are you, from Senegal? There's, uh, if you guys ever saw, what is the the marathon bombing uh, in Boston? Patriot Day. Patriot's Day. Uh, there's a, a couple that they follow, and he is constantly correcting her. She's not from Boston, and he's yeah. always telling her 
this is the Boston way to pronounce things. The hor- the horrible thing is, is a lot of times when I'm around somebody and and uh, there are certain accents that I love to do in dialects. I, I the Russian and all those. Mm-hmm. We had a Russian photographer in here, and I and I pressed. You remember I had to apologize. Am I am I doing yeah. my my fake Russian accent? You, you kept doing it <laughs> yeah. right back to him. Yeah. So my buddy went to New Orleans uh, for, I don't know, like Jazz Fest or whatever. And then he comes back. I was like, dude, you know, how was he? He goes, oh, man, I love Nolans. I was like, shut up, dude. You know, like, <laughs> just because you went to Nolans doesn't mean you have to say Nolans the way Nolans say Nolans. Just say New Orleans. I, stuff like that gets under your skin <laughs> yeah. because when I went to Hawaii and I was calling it Hawaii, yeah. you were like, and you get used to speaking that way. Yeah, if, yeah. if you're there for a week or two or something like that, you know, and uh, and you were like, did you always say it that way? <laughs> yeah. Or maybe you said Or did you just say it since you visited? Uh-huh. Well, Brian Regan's, uh-huh. Brian Regan's bit Hawaii. about the, the news reporters. We go now to Nicaragua. Yeah. Is, uh, by the way, is New Orleans on the list? Because that is a sexy accent. Uh, the Cajun accent is 15th. So I, I don't see new, well John Claude no, no, Van Damme. No, I'm sorry, New Orleans is 25th. Okay, oh. so Cajuns obviously much stronger and more arch than the than the New Orleans accent. Yeah, not Bobby oh, Boucher Cajun. Yeah. Yeah. No, no. no. <laughs> <laughs> One of my best friends, her mom and uh, dad were from New Orleans, and they spoke like that their entire lives, and and they would call it New Orleans. You know, that was just how they said it. If you want to hear a uh, bad one, it's in the movie Hard Target. It's uh, uh, Wilfred Brimley doing, uh, I think I'm going to shoot this arrow at you. <laughs> oh, really? I don't think I ever saw that one. Uh, other ones on the list after Philadelphia, which is number eight, is, okay, so the St. Louis accent, where I hail from. So which, give, give, give us it, the, the authentic. It is not sexy at all. It's stupid sounding. Uh, it's it. First of all, you have it's a generic yeah. Midwest accent. But if you if you were born and bred there, then there are certain pronunciations that you have. And I've said this to you guys before. The the um uh the vowel phrase or o r is pronounced a r. So it if you right. use the word forty, uh, a local that grew up all their lives will say literally they'll say farty farty. Fart, no, Almost no, Irish. No, no, not farty. Yeah. No farty. Farty. <laughs> like like you're saying the word fart okay. with a y on the end of it. Like party. Um, yeah, I remember when I was in uh, kindergarten, my teacher, we, we had to, there were some, like, T-shirts or something like that we were going to get, and we had to fill out a form for them, and the teacher called it an ardor form. <laughs> yeah. An no. ardor form. There you go. <laughs> and I told my mom, I'm like, I don't know what an ardor form is. I don't, I don't even like otters. It's an ardor form. <laughs> I didn't get my otter. otter. <laughs> Where's this otter farm at? I thought we were going on a field trip to an otter farm. No, it's Arder. Arder Farm. And so it's it's a dumb accent. I don't know why it ended up on this list. I read a long time ago that um, news anchors will be trained to hear the St. Louis accent and try to replicate that, Preston, because they, they figured that that was like the most um, innocuous uh, American accent, you know, so like Peter Jennings was supposed to speak like somebody who's from St. Louis. Really? In order to, yeah, that's, I, mean, I don't know if that's still Farty true people were killed in an explosion <laughs> today. <laughs> What'd you say? Well, Nick, I've told this story before, but I had a friend who, um, he is a, an anchor. He was here in Philadelphia. He's out in California now, and he had a very thick Philly accent, oh. and he actually went to classes and read a book on how to get rid of it, and now he just sounds very neutral. Hmm. Um, but is- yet, he had, to, he had to train himself. I mean, and after college, too. Had to train himself to completely change the way he was speaking. Kind of boring. Another one uh, from St. Louis is Warsh instead of Wash. Yeah, yeah. I hear people like Washington. Yeah, wash your clothes. Yeah, Yeah. we're going out to Washington. Oh no, I I I washed my otter farm in my pants. I actually was. I had to do a, a service call, and I had a woman from the Midwest. I don't necessarily think her accent was sexy. 
but I loved talking to her. I, you know, it was ple- it was a definitely a pleasant, pleasant What's phone call. What's your name? Short stack. <laughs> Short stack. A, a little less smoky. <laughs> <laughs> you, you, you're what I'm having for lunch. Uh, hang on. I, I don't understand this. I'm going to go to Sharon. Hi, Sharon. Good morning. Hi, you guys rock. Hey, thank you, Sharon. Uh, what do you want to tell us? Okay, so I used to be a filmmaker in New York and Los Angeles, and we would travel all over. And I was a, uh, I was director, I was assistant director, and I had a DP on set. And right before we were about to shoot, I said, "Hold up," because we had to do something. Yeah. And everybody stopped and looked at me, and the director of photography goes. Are you from outside of Philly or Philly? And I said, yeah. And he goes, you're the only people I know who say hold up. We say hold on. Yeah, hold ah. up, you'll hear in, in New York. Hold up, hold up. Stop. Oh, okay. Hold and, up. But, yep. yeah, so that's what you meant, right? Hold up, meaning meant, stop? Yeah, like hold hold up, like stop for a second. We got to do something. They don't say hold up. They say hold on up there. Yeah. Okay. But yeah. every time, and everywhere I've ever been, every time I say hold up, they're like, oh, you're from the East. Yeah. And there oh. are, there are a lot of little things like that, that Thank I you. am not aware of. Obviously use is like the biggest one. So when anybody comes here and says like, y'all, I'm yeah. like, use eight from around here. <laughs> yeah. And I know, um, um, oh, man, there's a, just a, but like little, little things oh like God. hold and up keep, versus hold on. You made me think of another uh, colloquialism, which is Ewan's. Uh, oh yeah, which was used in St. Louis uh, instead of instead of you all or y'all. It would uh-huh. be Ewans. Ewans. Yeah. How Ewans doing tonight? So shut up. What would you say conversely to Ewan's. this whole deal? What is what do you believe is the sexiest dialect in America? In America. In America. Would you would you tend to would you tend to think Southern the Southern lilt? It can be. I'm having a hard time picking one that I would say would be the sexiest. Like Harper Lee, perhaps? Yeah. Well, um, there was a lot of love in the family. Where's she from? Because I, I have a, a specific state in mind that I New think. Hampshire. No, okay. no. Uh, I don't I, know where she's from. I, I think Georgian, mm. Those that southern accent, love it. Mm. Um. That is a good question, Stephen. I'm looking at all of these other ones because if you run down the list, I'll, I'll, I'll zip right through these. California, Northwestern, Chicano, Miami, a Uper. Really? Is that Pittsburgh? That's like Canadian, right? That's up north, isn't it? Mm-hmm. That's what I thought. Upers. Yeah. Uh, Cajun, Midwestern, Alabama. Alabama? Baltimoreese. No. What does that sound like? Give it's, me an It's example. like Philly, but uh, worse. Okay. Yeah, watch the movie Diner. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Virginia Piedmont. Uh, Tennessean, Kansas, Connecticut, Cleveland, <laughs> Oklahoma. I don't know. Some of these are accents. very generic and just shades off of other accents. Yeah. If you're talking much more discernible accents, you go from like Philadelphia. Yeah. There's definitely a California accent. There's definitely a, a, a Mississippi. And then go up to, you know, uh, uh, like Fargo. Yeah. What's, what's a hoi toiter? Anybody ever heard of that? No. I'm not familiar. Hoy Twitter. H-O-I-T-O-I-D-E-R. I didn't see it out on the outer farm. <laughs> uh, Providence, Colorado, Appalachian, Pennsylvania Dutch. Yeah, I like that. Okay. Hoy Twitter from uh, North Carolina. Oh, oh High Tide. High Tide. Oh, Hoy. Hoy Toyed. High Tider. That's what, in the Carolinas? Yeah, that's, so Hoy it's a, uh, a bastardization of High Tider. Becomes hoi toiter, okay, <laughs> whatever. Which, which actually speaks to what Casey was talking about earlier. Is, is somewhat of a Philadelphia accent in North Carolina. By the way, New Jersey was forty nine. It was next to last. Next Island. to Long Island, which was at fifty. Yeah. Uh, hang right, on. So, but what is? I think not, the sexiest would be a, like a well, Gary Lauer accent. Hang on a second. <laughs> I have. Uh, I have, I'm going to go to the New Jersey thing. I have Jay on the line who wants to comment. Hey, Jay. Good morning. Get him a party back. 
bag, Johnny. Oh, my yeah! God. Get him a body bag. What's up, Jay? Oh, I'm doing great. Uh, I married a Jersey girl like Casey did, but uh, her mother was from the Bronx, New York, and her father was from Hazleton, Pennsylvania. So I got oh, a mixture geez. of both. But I I get crap for correcting her when she says chocolate and coffee. And then she, she'll say something. Uh, I don't know what's uh, the dialect up in Hazleton, Pennsylvania, but it sounded like uh, Southern Hick. So, there's, so one, one, of, little... one of my ports is I will say occasionally chocolate. Yeah. I will chocolate. do that. People uh, that, still make comments to me about chocolate as well. Yeah, the, one, yeah. the one that pops to me in that uh, type of accent is uh, your daughter is pronounced daughter. 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 Yeah. Like D-O-O. Daughter is a whore. Water. I get that. Water. water. Yeah, that yeah. sounds like Boston too. Water. Where's the water, Johnny? Yeah. Yeah. But but I hear I'll daughter all the time. <laughs> no, you're right. You're right. There's a, that, and, Thanks, and, Jay. Think of think of like. A, in fact, Bugs Bunny is a blend of uh, the Bronx and Brooklyn. Yeah. And uh, you know that's what Mel Blanc was going for that real. Yeah. That real New Yorky sort of sound. Mm-hmm. Here, do me sarcastic. A fa- do me a favor. Say the that. Um, Three le- three syllable word. We're for... not going to say the way you say it. No, no, I, no, it's not the way I say. Three syllable word for pretty. You want me to say? Yeah, it? it begins with a B. Beautiful. Okay, you say it. Beautiful, but okay. how you would normally? Some say people it. say beautiful. 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 Yeah, that is definitely a Philly. But like my, um, is that a Philly thing? Because my mother in law says it that way. Beautiful, and she's from Jersey. Do you no backhand her when she does it? I do not. Um, not sure, Case. Hang on a second. I'm going to go to Jamie, who's from Texas, which has the number one sexiest accent on this particular list. Hi, you're on the air, Jamie. Hi, how are you? Good. What's up, Jamie? Okay. Well, I'm from Texas. My husband's from Philly. Yep. And we still have issues with how he says water as in water. Yep. And I say there's no warts in water. <laughs> say water. <laughs> and does this does this happen often, or just is every now and then does it just the, get under your skin? Really, all the time, and it annoys you all the, the time. One, <laughs> the other one is radiator and radiator. Yeah, yeah, I've heard radiator. Uh, Those, I'm, a, I'm a radiator guy. Oil and Earl. There's there's all sorts of different. Um, the, the classics Earl. are there. But um, yes, I, I, do you do you agree? Do you obviously you very well might that a, a, a Texas accent is very sexy. Um, I, I call my family all the time, and I, I never realized how much of an accent they had until I moved up here. Yeah, it sounds like yours has uh, faded quite a bit. Yeah, and I used to say y'all all the time yep. until I had a, co- a a boss that made fun of me every time I said it. Well, now now it's actually kind of common, y'all. Um, you, you'll hear it out. It's it's runs across everything. Yeah, I mean, yeah, it's, well, it's, I'm not a fan of y'all. Yeah, and I, and I grew me up neither. saying y'all. Yeah. I just it seems lazy to me. I don't know why. Yeah, yeah. Um, but, <laughs> all right, thanks, Jamie. What? Imagine if they had like instead of the Dukes of Hazard, it was a du- the Dukes of Havertown. <laughs> yeah. You all come back now. You here? You here, <laughs> Uncle Jesse? <laughs> I put dynamite on my air roll. Yeah, I put dynamite on yeah. my air roll. Yeah, and yeah. I blew up. Something yeah. and it blowed up all over. We got about a minute before we're going to go live on uh, Fox Good Day here in a second because we've been holding out because this is too much fun to talk about. But uh, this is the these are the sexiest uh, American accents, and this is according to 
a media company called Big Seven Travel, and they have the top 50 USA sexiest accents. I've never seen the breakdowns quite like this before. No, it seemed to be, you know, let's, hey, look, we'll take it. We're eighth in, the, sure. well, you know, our, our native Philadelphians. You can delight in the fact that you're in the top 10 sexiest accents by this reckoning here. Yeah. I mean, we usually get screwed on everything, but. Uh, Pennsylvania Dutch, how about all those sexy Amish out there, man? Grudge. It's 41st. What's that? Grudge. You don't, you don't park your car in the garage. You park it in the grudge. In the garage? Yeah. Grudge. Grudge. Okay. I'll garage. be going off to work at my job at Radio Shack. <laughs> yeah, that's right. I forgot. Um, and I, I would like to see a representation of some of these done sometime, you know, where somebody actually goes through and has examples of each of these because I don't know what a few of the other. Yeah, yeah. All right, so, so here we go. Live on place for the Blues. All right. Another reason to root for him. President Steve, tonight yes. on Fox 29 in the Clash Room. Yeah. Hi, President Steve. Hey, guys. How are you? Good. How was the experience? Oh, man, it was so much fun. Uh, number one, Richard Curtis is one of the nicest guys you ever want to meet. And uh, sure. and we, we had to, listen, we conduct contests all the time on this show. And until you're on the other side of it and you are a contestant, oh. you have no idea how difficult it is under pressure to answer <laughs> simple questions. Right. Yeah. I, I stink at this. I, I, I like, I, everyone's Me going, too. my money's on you. I fold under pressure. I always took Me all too. the time for my test. And so <laughs> I, I don't, I don't play games well, but you Preston is right. Things like, why did I say that? Well, I knew that. But uh, it's it's really great. I know you guys have done it a couple times. I watch it every uh, evening I at six thirty. Yeah, I have to. We've had our moments, and you can't really study for it either. No, you no idea. And, where the and you guys are from. smart, but it but it's like, and you end up looking like an idiot. <laughs> but I was actually. Oh, don't want to give anything away, but I was happy with the way our various teams did. Yeah, I was just so delighted to hear that we were going to do spelling bee. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, what did I? I choked on some spelling. Oh, it's horrible. Let's play yeah. a clip. Uh, again, this is not a spoiler or anything. Okay, yeah. Here's a clip from tonight's show. Listen. All right. Zurich and Geneva are cities in what country? Casey. Switzerland. Switzerland is right, the Swiss Confederation. In Game of Thrones, the person sitting on the Iron Throne rules the seven kingdoms from what city? Preston. That is uh, King's Landing. King's Landing is right. Nice answer. Category, pass or play on sports. Ooh. Uh, we'll play. All right. Here we go. What country has the most men's soccer FIFA Ooh. World Cup titles? <laughs> you said no play. You answer this. I was so confident. The most FIFA World Cup titles. Brazil. Brazil is right. <laughs> okay. So that's just a little taste. Yeah. And again, as Alex said, Man, you are jacked. Yeah, I was like, I'm a Steve. What? Hit yeah. the gym. And so actually, Russian steroids, you can get them really cheap on the dark web. So, <laughs> <laughs> But no, it was a great time. It was really, uh, it, it's fun. And, and you know, yeah. as they run it so well. And by the way, but to your point, Mike, they remember every mistake that crew knows, every mistake that every oh, yeah. iteration has made so they can throw yeah. it up in your face. So, But we're, uh, we're, yeah. we're looking forward to doing yeah. it again at some point. Yeah. Oh, we'll have you back. Uh, we loved having you here. And again, it airs... Uh, Tonight? Yep. Yes, 6.30. So whoever wins his bragging rights or what's going to happen? Yeah, well, yes, yeah. I guess yeah. that's it. <laughs> <laughs> but it was fun. Yeah, we, we want you to watch.
right. We'll see you tonight. All, All right. right. We'll see you next Thank week you, guys. Well. Take care. Right. Yep, 630 man. on Fox 29. Catch the Clash Room. It really was a lot of fun. I'm glad we got to do it, Kathy. I wish you could have been there. Um, but uh, I think we all agree that immediately after it was over, we wanted to do it again. Like, yes. As, as no soon doubt. as it was over. So, yeah. round two. Let's go. By yeah. far the most, the there, and Nick is in a zone. Like, he, this is his thing. He's Because he's been trying out for Jeopardy. Uh, and Casey's the best game player of the group. He, and and you know what I was thinking, Preston, as you're playing it, I'm so used to watching Jeopardy where you get penalized for a wrong answer. Right, right. And and really, it doesn't, it wouldn't hurt you to every time just hit it. Hit yep. the button and click in because you won't lose anything yep. except yeah. your turn. Yeah, you can, the other side gets right? a chance. And right? I, I couldn't yeah. get that in my head. I know, I couldn't either. Uh, but you'll be able to see how it went and the results uh, tonight, 6.30. Marissa, hold on. Yeah. If you want to make it a drinking game, I think you'd be pretty hammered if you take a shot every time we high-five each other. Fair enough. Turn it into <laughs> yes. this. All right. You'll be bombed. Uh, we got to take a break. We're going to come back in just a moment, and we'll get to the B-File when we return. Make sure you stay with us. Like what you hear? You can see it, too. Check out Preston and Steve's Daily Rush on Xfinity On Demand. Steven Singer's Ready for Love Diamond Engagement Rings are ready to go. Steven has the perfect ring for you at the perfect price. Online at IHateStevenSinger.com or at the other corner of 8th and Walnut in Philly. Back with more of the Preston and Steve Show podcast. It's quarter after 8 we haven't even done the bizarre file yet. Mm. We have to do this now. Bizarre. WMMR presents bizarre. Preston and Steve's Bizarre, bizarre File. All right, this morning brought to you by Coors Light. Join the President Steve Show live from Keenan's Friday, May 24th, one week from this Friday. Oh, boy. Presented by Coors Light, the Jersey Shore's most refreshing beer. The run-up to exams is a stressful period for university students everywhere. Now, unfortunate scholars in Australia have had their uh, preparations disrupted by an unlikely culprit, and that was the durian fruit. Oh! Staff at the University of uh, Canberra Library were forced to evacuate the building due to a suspected gas leak, but a search revealed the stench was, in fact, caused by durian fruit. To be honest, I'd rather smell that than what I smelled just a moment ago. And that's saying a lot. On a Facebook post... Uh, they said, fortunately, the suspected gas leak turned out to be a part of part of a durian. The offending fruit has now been removed. Some 550 people evacuated the building in less than six minutes. Emergency service got to the bottom of the mystery. Uh, firefighters, they said, in a statement, had completed a search of the building and located the source of the smell, uh, which uh, they added that had, that a specialized team had carried out atmospheric monitoring to ensure that the area was safe. So I found the durian far more uh, vomit-inducing than the Sostroman. It was To me, it just had a back-of-the-throat sort of stink. Uh, however, it appears getting rid of the smell wasn't as simple as just removing the fruit. In another Facebook post, the library reassured students that the lingering gas-like smell in the building is completely safe and revealed that the durian had been left in a uh, trash bin. Jeez. Okay. This one's tough to listen to. All right. A man who farms near Pender, Nebraska, went to extraordinary lengths to save his life after his leg became trapped in a machine on his farm. Kurt Kasser, a lifelong corn, soybean, and hog farmer, was transferring grain from one bin to another when he stepped into a grain auger. So an auger, it's almost like a gigantic uh, drill of sorts. It moves slowly to to, uh, push stuff from one end to the other in a tube. Right. Uh, So an auger, it it almost looks like if you've seen like ice fishing when they dig. Yeah, except uh, horizontal. Something like that, yeah. So the machine ate away at his left leg. 
All right. In fact, at eight away, yeah, eight away at his left leg, and then started to suck the sixty-three-year-old toward the machine. He said, "I didn't know what to do. I was afraid that I was get, it was going to suck me in more. I uh, I about gave up and let it do what it was going to do." Uh, he was alone on the farm that day. His cell phone either fell from uh, uh, into the machine or fell out someplace else on the fifteen hundred acre farm. Yelling wouldn't do any good, so he pulled out his three inch pocket knife. Oh. Three inch pocket knife, and he cut his leg off oh with a God. three inch mm-hmm. pocket knife. He said, uh, "I've had other. He didn't in- have a spork. I've had other incidences. I try to hold my cool or figure out how to make the situation better at the time." It's hard to describe. You want to survive, and you do what you need to do to survive, I guess. Uh, Casser saw the machine remove his foot from his body and continue to tear away at his flesh. About eight inches below his knee, he found the smallest connection of tissue and determined that it was his best chance to free himself. He sawed away at muscles and nerves cutting through about a half inch to an inch before he came free. Hmm, this looks good. The bones... Now I can just play with my... <laughs> Wrong one. <laughs> you wanted to hit the one you want to hit? No, we'll skip okay. it. So the bone stuck out down to my ankle, he said, and that's what I was hanging on to, and I was trying to get myself out. Once free, Jesus. he crawled about 200 feet to the nearest phone. He called his son, Adam, who's on a local rescue squad. Adam was the first person to arrive on the farm. He helped take his uh, father into town. He was then put in a uh, flown to a medical center where his two daughters are, are a uh, trauma uh, nurses, and uh, he spent about a week in the hospital, two weeks at a rehabilitation center, and he returned home on Friday. Uh, once on his heels, he said he's going to be fitted for a prosthetic, and uh, he'll go back to farming. As uh, the, why wouldn't you? Yeah. Had such a fun time. All things considered, he should be able to walk fairly normally. He said he hopes that his story will serve as one cautionary tale and maybe make at least one farmer slow down a bit. He said I was in a hurry and I didn't pay attention, and it happens, and we need to stop and slow down. So that's just uh, that's so. Nuts. Think about that. Yeah. Uh, you know, three inch knife ch- carving yeah. away at your own leg. Yep. Yep. All right. Uh, here's a story out of Florida. It is indeed a Florida man. Uh, Jordan Anderson, accused of playing basketball naked at a park, told police that he thought it would help improve his skills. The Florida man (laughs) was arrested Sunday and charged with indecent exposure of sexual organs. Uh, Officers responded to Candyland Park for a report of a naked man walking around. When they got there, officers found the 29-year-old man in full glory. Wow. Anderson allegedly told the officers that he thought getting uh, that he could get better at the game if he practiced naked. Yeah. Uh, they threw his ass in jail, by the way. The clothes hold you back. Florida yeah. man story. Uh, and I tell you what. Florida man. Florida man. We'll wrap it up right there. That's what I got for you in the Bizarre File. Don't forget we have a secret text word today. Chance for you to win tickets to see Slayer. Uh, May 24th, BB&T Pavilion. Text the word SECRET to 39333. We'll see if you win. And while you're in the texting mood, if you go to Archbishop Carroll High School in Radnor, we have chosen you for the next school for the coolest teacher of the year award. Text the word TEACHER followed by the teacher's name to 39333. We'll find out who wins tomorrow. We'll take a break and be right back. Stay with us. What's new? Glad you asked. Rival Sons. The Revivalist. New music. More of everything that rocks. On 93.3 WMMR. Real quick, I promised Miss Dorothy M. Clays that I would uh, give a little mention here. She, uh, She was at the 
Walk a Mile in Her Shoes event that we had a couple weeks ago. She is the executive director of the Francis Vale Home for Smaller Animals. Hmm. And she had told me that day that, Steve, they named two dogs after you and I because they love our show so much. I love this. And so Preston is a schnorky. Snorky. Yes, which I assume is a Schnauzer and a Yorkie mix. Oh, all right. And uh, and she was delighted to find out that I have two Yorkies and that they had named uh, this particular one that has Yorkie in its blood after me. And Steve is a, uh, a Cotton de Tulier I'm not familiar with. Uh, neither am I. Um, I guess that's how you pronounce it. C-O-T-O-N and then D-E-T-U-L-E-A-R. Uh, she said both are really sweet guys and wanted to mention that uh, Francis Vale is a 110-year-old no-kill nonprofit shelter and pet cemetery. And it's in Radnor, which is where our coolest uh, teacher of the year school is today at Archbishop Carroll. So, well, that's very cool. Thank you, Dorothy. We appreciate that. It was really nice. And then uh, a quick shout-out. says, hey, guys, forgot to reach out before. Uh, my best friend Eddie and I have been listening for years, and he's getting married on Saturday. Can you give him a quick shout-out and maybe throw in a couple of yeah, a couple's? Uh, so that is from Joe Paradise, uh, who checked in. He says, thanks, brother. So I got this I got this on May 8th, so we may have missed it. Hey. Anyhow. Hey, better late than ever. Yeah. Hey. Yeah, a couple. And there couple. you go. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay. Uh, I should have asked this in, in the commercial break, but I wanted to give a, a plug real quick, Preston, because today is the last day you can register for a discount uh, for the um, Cora Golf Outing, which is this summer. It's July yes. 15th at the Philadelphia Cricket Club. So that deal expires today. All the information you need is on PrestonAndSteve.com. It's on the event, events page and the community events page. Uh, but July 15th, Steve, you are going to be the host that evening. I will be. You're going to be there? I'm We're on vacation. Do I know, but it's, listen, I think trooper. after going Preston a couple of times and, and you guys are going away, I'll be here. They do really great stuff. I've been very impressed with with what Cora does, and it's yep. our, our pleasure to do it. Yeah, cool. so that's July 15th. Today's the last day to register for a discount if you want to participate in the golf classic itself. And then Rob, uh, Rob McElhenney um, has not decided if he's going to be there this year or not. So, uh, But he's going to be giving us a call on Tuesday or Wednesday of next week, and hopefully we'll have made a decision. He came last year uh, mm-hmm. just by himself, and his dad was there, so nobody else from Sonny was able to make it last year. But uh, this year, it's, it's sort of up in the air. But anyway, all that information is up on the website. Well, I think once he, he knows he'll have me all to so, you know, yeah, maybe yeah, he'll, uh, that good, will be the incentive for the point. entire cast to come out. And speaking of golf outings, uh, this Monday is the uh, this coming Monday is the Fresh Smiles golf outing, uh, and they're still accepting <laughs> accepting players. Um, so if you go to freshsmiles.org or also on our website, uh, there is a link. But uh, it's at the 1912 Club in Plymouth meeting on Monday. All right, with all this talk about golf, let's talk about balls for a moment. <laughs> <laughs> I love balls, Kathy. Uh, apparently. Had a moment yesterday. Yeah, a little, uh, a little moment. What what happened? So I didn't even quite realize it happened, or maybe I didn't. I just ignored it. But um, so I had uh, two guests uh, that were here, and I was walking them out of the our kitchen door, and I was they were kind of like behind me a little bit. So I was opening the door for them, and then gonna you know like stand back and hold the door open for them. So I guess I pulled the latch down and I pushed the door open, and my hat my hand slid like beyond the door a yes. little bit, you know. Okay. And so I was pushing it open to to hold it, and <laughs> I felt like a little like squishy something. <laughs> what? Oh, dear God. I and felt some, a little squishy something. Okay. Someone, it gets was worse. There, someone was there. And mm-hmm. so I was like, oh, excuse me. As my two guests were leaving and I'm, I'm still talking with them. Okay, you know, thank you so much. You know, bye. So I, I did feel something. And then as they left and the door shut, it was, um, I realized that it was Glenn from our sales department. Oh my God. And as I was walking away from Glenn, he was like, uh, 
kind of grabbed my nuts. <laughs> you said that? Yes, and I turned, I turned, I went, I, I did? He goes, well, yeah, almost. And I was like, oh, no, like, I think he said almost to make me feel better. And I was like, oh, no, I to- totally did. Because it was more like lower shaft squishy than like a, a belly or like a, oh, a belly uh, wait, all right, well so that's it it's, a, it's definitely it's definitely a, a, I mean, and it was so, a nutsack can, is, can often be confused with a belly yeah. but look Steve as I was pushing open figure my palm was out so I I went in like so you like didn't do back grab. of the hand it was it was no it was, it was, palm. was like, no, you, you, palm the only thing missing was turn your head and cough uh-huh. seriously oh man yeah so I was like oh, and the fact that, that he said it Glenn awkward. is a little uh, he's not not shy, but he's very you know he's he's very uh, reserved. I think a little bit reserved. Yes. The fact that he would point out that you say, manfully yes. grabbed his balls. Like I was politely ignoring that it yeah. happened, and he was like, "No, I'm not going to let this go." <laughs> so, uh, I mean, honestly, you uh, you bring that up when you're thinking, "Do I go to HR with this or not?" Mm-hmm. <laughs> because I think most people just let that go, you know. But uh, it, it clearly impacted him. Well, it may have made his day. We don't know. And then uh, Marissa followed that up because there was text message, and I I didn't actually I didn't quite understand what you guys were talking about because I thought, let me see if I can find this here. Um, it it said, uh, what did you write? Uh, oh, you see, okay, see when I when I glanced at it because I was exercising when this came across, yeah. I just read I tapped Glenn from our sales department accidentally. <laughs> I thought you meant like you bumped into You're him like in your big car. Deal. <laughs> yeah, but uh, she gave him a hernia check. I missed the part where it says I ball tapped, <laughs> and then okay, so Marissa, you followed up with something else. I wasn't going to admit my story until Kathy did, so thank you. But I was walking down the hallway last week, and I was on the. <laughs> right side of the hallway which is the correct <laughs> side and then i turned a corner and i turned it tight and matt cowper was walking the same way and he was tight on the left side because he was facing the other way who does that and i guess i was swinging my arms because i was probably in a rush and i smacked him right on the thigh and he kind of bent down and flinched which makes me think that i tapped your ball tapped the, the way he flinched because i looked at him i was like oh my god did i uh uh he's like no 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 no, we're good we're good but the fact that you got to ball tap matt cowper puts you at the top of the list here because cowper that's what i do i walked down the hallway this is sick yeah chicks will grab your balls if you walk down this way because who who walks down the hall that way right what are you in england you gotta walk at this corner this corner up here is sick because all the chicks will grab your balls (laughs) (laughs) do it all day this is really exciting. Maybe well, it's he, construction. I'm getting left and right. Maybe he did it on purpose. <laughs> oh, man. I um... just, Yeah, just make sure there's no dudes coming the other way. Yeah. Oh, that'd be sick. It'd be sick. In a different kind of sick. Balls. I mean, God bless. Yeah. That's your thing. For yeah. me, I think it's sick. <laughs> I didn't ball top. I got a full handful. Um, Excuse of me? Matt yeah. Cowper? No, not a Matt Cowper. It's, it's okay. We go back. It's just, and I'm not going to say the person's name, but it's it's another parent at my kid's school. Every year we play basketball. It's this March Madness tournament, and I was on defense, and I was just kind of getting set, and I put my hands behind me, like, and then I just went back, and I didn't realize that this gentleman was standing directly behind me, and I'm telling you, I got franks and beans and everything. Like, I, you like know, I understand. I was like, hey, man, it's embarrassing. A, yeah, clearly embarrassing. Clearly not what you want. But in in that kind of thing, where you're hunched over, and you're you're bumping each other. Walking down the hallway in work and giving a coworker, a I don't know, Steve, a, a full, a full handful of Frank and beans. Did, did in you my linger? Hand. Uh, well, I mean, what it is was this? It, it was more than a tap. I mean, it, okay. it, Steve, it ended up in the in the palm of my hand, like 
The whole <laughs> thing was in the palm of my hand for right. what seemed like an eternity. Could you feel Sharpay or not? I could. I mean, listen. I I was like, hey, it's impressive what you got there. Yeah, you, 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 you could feel you could feel three different things in there, right? Yes. Yes. Yeah, okay. I don't know what then you're doing later. But, yeah, yeah. I'd like to. Uh, <laughs> I'm into phrenology. I'd like to read the bumps on your nuts. I can't ever remember. Doing, and I'm sure I have by accident sometime or another, but I remember boob grabs, a- accidental <sighs> boob grabs uh, more than grabbing a guy's junk by accident. Uh, and and it, it happens from time to time. Now, there's, you know, there's like the, the, the elbow bump or something like that. But when your hand gets up in that region, for whatever reason it may be. I did it to your wife. Like, oh, no, I can't believe I just did that. <laughs> really? I did, it was yeah. at a police. It was at the old uh, Lodge 5. Yeah. We had a police function. Yeah. It was winter. She's wearing a coat. Yeah. And I'm, I'm, like, I'm like, hey. And I'm like, I think I'm touching her elbow. Oh, she goes, you know, you're touching my boob. Really? <laughs> ah! Wow. Uh, Kathy, do you remember when I grabbed your boob? Oh, good. No. <laughs> Never mind. Then. Uh, hey, that means you didn't wake up. I uh, periodically rub my chest on Steve's shoulder. <laughs> yeah, you do yeah. that. You do when you t- when you take pictures. You, yeah. you like we're just in close. Yeah, I full on grabbed Marissa, Marissa's breast one time. Yeah, you don't remember this? I do. It was the first year that we worked here, and on you were purpose. dressed. You were dressed as little Kim. Oh my God! And and yes. little, little Kim had posed in a picture where one breast was essentially exposed. So she was mocking that, and she had. Uh, Kathy, I call them the chicken cutlets. You yeah, know, those, like a like a like a bra insert. I mean, a chicken cutlet. We call it that too. But yeah. yes, uh, so it was so a great like costume, but flesh colored bra insert. Yeah. And Marissa had it on her boob, and the boob was pretty much exposed. I wasn't even thinking. I thought this will be funny. I had had a few drinks. I walked up, and I just full on <laughs> grabbed it and shook it. And then I'm like, Why did you just do that? <laughs> oh, no. Why did you just? Do- I mean, it was a full on grope, Marissa. Is that why? have a full-time job that now <laughs> let me tell you something Part of the i had uh, you remember you 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 had a an accidental uh it wasn't a ball tap but you you grabbed a bit you grabbed me accidentally when we were at an event i think it was in a place in maniunk and i tapped you you you, you, tur- you were turning around and and you you backhanded my sack i think it's because i'm italian i'm swinging my hands all <laughs> yeah, the time yeah, yeah and you're down at that height yeah yeah, yeah. Uh, hang on, I'm going to go to, let's get Celeste on the line. Hi, Celeste, good morning. Good morning. Hey, Celeste, so you, you had a, uh, a ball moment. I did. I was at Comic-Con a couple years back and getting a photo with Dee Snyder, and I turned and just grabbed the whole thing, and whoops! On purpose? <laughs> no. Okay. <laughs> Definitely not. Um, it... Basically, he just was like, let's get crazy, and then, <laughs> then it took the picture, and so there's just me dying. Did he say anything? I just, let's get crazy, and then I oh, was like, let's get crazy. crazy. Okay. Well, he was, he was Celebrity ball tap. Uh, it, it was a little bit more than a ball tap. I, I was trying to move my hand out of the way, and I just kind of grabbed the, Oops. the whole thing. There, uh, yes. Uh, happens. I, I, the worst yeah. is when you accidentally get receive a tap, and because yeah. if it's tapped the wrong way oh it hurts it can be intensely painful for the most minimal effort yeah so there's a there's a like a guy like a bro hug that goes on where you kind of like you know you slap fives clench hands and then you bring each other in for like a half hug yeah and it's great I did it one time with a female, and I was like, "Oh, this is a terrible idea." Because you're like, copping a feel on well, your way in. But it's, I mean, it is you're like on this. The, yeah, your your hands are tucked in as you lean in. It's on. The, it was on the back of my hand, oh. you know. But still, I'm I was mortified. Like, you know, as it was happening, I was like, "Oh my god, this is 
this is a terrible, terrible idea. And, uh, and I'm like, I hope that they don't think that I'm like doing this. You on can bro hug your wife that way, <laughs> yes. but otherwise, no. yes. Yeah, you know, best to skip that when you're in mixed company. Yep. So uh, be careful. Yes. <laughs> when you're opening the door, Marissa. Marissa, grab my nuts. I think she wanted to do it. Now I just got to get Kathy to grab my nuts, and I have the whole group complete. <laughs> oh my god, that's sick. Sick. Man, what do you got do? You walk list. down the left side of the hallway, yeah, and then when you're around the corner, they grab your nuts. Like it's totally <laughs> sick. <laughs> <laughs> he was in the bathroom. It's Wednesday. It's like, yes, you so can smell good. it, right? Yeah. No, I, I, when I walked in, he was you in there. You're, you pretend you're a driver in Europe, in, in London. You stay on the left side. And you get your balls grabbed. But have you been in the bathroom this morning, Steve? Oh, there's a it's delightful a product. Is yeah, it the product smell. Yeah, the product smell. Yeah, well, actually, it smells, smells like nice. propofol. No, no, it's actually it's a uh, forming or not forming cream. It's a uh, fiber from uh, Crew. I know exactly oh. what it smells. Yeah, like. it's a little bit of creatine. Yep. It's like uh, like. Uh, uh, pina colada ease, right? Uh, a little, 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 little pineapple coconut yeah, 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 maybe a little bit. A little bit of coconut, a little bit of creatine, a little bit of uh, protein bars. It's, uh, it's actually quite it's pleasant. Oh, smells good. Mm-hmm. Dude, they, I mean, need to be on my best game when I'm getting my balls grabbed. <laughs> Sick. I love work. I'll go out on that sales call. It gives me a chance to walk down the hall and get my nuts grabbed. <laughs> I wonder if he likes us at all anymore. He probably doesn't. <laughs> Talking about him? I don't think I, he he is literally, and it's what you love. He's Teflon. There's he's totally he, <laughs> he doesn't care as long as you're as long as the show's doing well. I don't care. Oh. Uh, let me go to Dan. Uh, hi, Dan. Good morning. Hey, Ed Zooks. Ed what's up, buddy? Well, you guys talking about ball taps? I have a similar story, but uh, it wasn't a ball tap. That's what you would call a, a clam slam. <laughs> oh, Instead of a God. ball tap, it was a clam slam. You have our attention. Yeah. I was at karaoke with, a, with some friends, and uh, I'm singing, and this one friend, for some reason, she starts twerking in front of me. Okay. And uh, I went to slap her ass, but the timing was off. I ended up getting a full, full hand. So she hand. spun around right when you were slapping? Her, her ass was no her ass. Oh, she was going up and so down. In between the legs. Oh. oh, so you can't. <laughs> you, you, you like cheese curled her. Oh my god. A little uh, bit. First night I met her too. Dude, so I've that when that happens, Thanks, I just I I get livid, mm. especially if you're out in a crowded situation. Look, on the barbecue on Saturday, as you're moving through crowds of people. You know, I, I try to hold my hands. Keep your hands I, in. I, yes, right. You just try to do it, mm-hmm. and it just you're just oh my god. I did not mean to do that, you mm-hmm. know, and it's and and it's exactly the kind of thing someone would say when they meant to do it. Right. So there's no like, there's no you just end up losing. You can't prove somebody's intentions. Exactly. Right. Suck. Exactly. Uh, oh, here's Cap- what is so perfect. <laughs> Copper just showed up. He's wondering why we're talking about him. Oh, he's shaking his head. <laughs> Wait, not did, 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 did Marissa? Did she, did she? He, he confirmed oh. with a head nod that she, Marissa grabbed his. Uh... She tapped you a little bit. No, yes, no, yes. Yeah, yeah. yeah see, yes, I want to yes. hear his version of True it. True story. Yeah. Well, you did. He walks on the left side, so that girl's. Give him a little... grab. I just, just want to get him on air, Cap. <laughs> <laughs> Let me go to. Uh, I'm going to go to Manny. Hi, Manny. Good morning. Hello. I'm uh, holding for Kenny Knight. Yes, there you go. <laughs> Speaking. <laughs> um, well, I uh, in the last few years, I started taking martial arts again, and um, I take jujitsu now. So I take uh, a class with the gi and a class without the gi. Right. And every time I go into class, regardless whether how hard I'm trying not to do this, I usually grab somebody inappropriately, men or women. Like, when you're struggling, I grab a... 
handful of junk or <laughs> or I've grabbed a whole press and not known I'm trying to push the person off of yeah. me. Yeah. And I'm like, wow. Preston, you I'm took Krav Maga. I, I believe it. So you know. Yeah. I, do you, at the beginning of a class like that, does the edict go out from the sensei, you know, hey, this is going to happen? No, you just know. Go for it. Yeah, yeah go for it. <laughs> uh, it's it's what's called the soft target. Yeah. Uh, but, no, you're, I mean, listen, if, if you're trying to reach and get a... Uh, Get an angle, uh, especially when you're doing groundwork. You'll you'll go anywhere, yeah. and sometimes, yeah, you grab the wrong spot, man. It definitely happens. <laughs> All right, Preston, thanks. If you've, if you've ever been put in a triangle mm-hmm. like that, I mean, I, you're basically in somebody's crotch. Oh, your you face is it. right there, buried in their yeah. crotch. Yeah, no and question. I try to hide my smile that half the time, but I mean, it's <laughs> it's not a bad thing. Right <laughs> there, you go. Hey, you horny dog. Right. You don't care about self-defense at all. Thanks, Manny. Well, ladies and gentlemen, we're actually going to bring on to the microphone Matt Calper. Yeah! yeah. You hear us talk about him all this the time. He's sick. He's sick. <laughs> all right, so so you're walking down the hall. Do you remember this? This was yesterday, right? No, it was. It was I think no, it was a couple days was ago. Yesterday. Oh, mine was yesterday. Yeah, it was a couple days ago. Yeah, yeah we, I was coming through the kitchen around the hall to <laughs> this area here, and Marissa was going the opposite direction, and you can't see each other because it's literally at the corner. Sure. And all of a sudden, it was just ball tap. Uh-huh. And I'm like, ah! Uh-huh. And I, I didn't know how to react. Uh-huh. And literally, it, it was right, I mean, there. It was yeah. right there. Yeah. I mean, full, full hand on, full, yeah. there's yeah, nothing. Like, like, totally innocent, but... In this day and age, it's you just. It Did you hear that uh, Kathy uh, sexually violated uh, Glenn yesterday? <laughs> Wait, Glenn Stag? Yeah. yeah. Oh my God! What did yeah. you do? I opened the kitchen door and I was like pushing it open with my palm, and it like slid past the door, and he was outside of the door, yeah. and so I, I mean, just... full on handful. <laughs> yeah. Oh my God. Yeah. Full uh, Glenn shake. I just yeah. blame it on the construction. You can't see anything. <laughs> yeah. it's just see, I, 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 that's what right. I said. And, oh, this construction. Yeah. By the way, so Chuck D'Amico comes comes into my office and he's like, "By the way, do you like the press?" And Steve, right? <laughs> yeah. he's like, he's like, I, I'm just curious. Yeah, I'm sitting in my office. We sit next to each other, and I go, "What do you mean?" He goes, "I don't know. Like, you don't go over there. You don't really talk to them." And I'm like, "It's my favorite morning show." On the, well, nothing against the rest of the morning shows yeah, yeah. in our in our company, but yeah. it's by far my favorite mate. Well, morning we've been, show. We've been with you for 20 years, like, man. Yeah, so, exactly. Yeah. How can you not love this morning show? Yeah. Uh, by the way, am I correct when I uh, assume that your hair product is fiber by Crew? What you use? Uh, no, I don't. Um, I use. Um, it's a company called Brew Brew something. Oh, okay. Uh, Brew it's, Six. It's not, around. It's not bar- like a barbersaw line or something. No, it's. I, uh, well, I thought that's what I, it was. I get it from the uh, salon hair guy, whatever you call him, uh, that I go to downtown. It's, it's kind of tough to find. No, he wouldn't touch barbersaw, dude. Yeah. This is. Yeah, you can't. So, you can't get it in like CVS or, yeah. or Target <laughs> or. Yeah. What's the facial like that? cream that you use? Redken Brews. Is that what this is? Oh, okay, maybe. So I actually use two, depending on my situation. So I, I, one of them I get from Hand and Stone, which is oh, like right. really good. Mm-hmm. Uh, it helps with wrinkles and lines and things like that. Mm-hmm. And then, um, sadly <laughs> enough, the person that I go to for Botox, yes, I do Botox. Really? Uh, twice a year, sometimes three, depending how bad it is. Uh-huh. Um, I got this special vitamin E cream that I use for um, for <laughs> my forehead and the lines. So you're, my would you classify yourself as metrosexual? Uh, yeah, yeah, I mean, that seems like that's a term from, like, 10 years ago. But in, I guess in, in sales, today's... it's about presentation, right? 
So you get your you get your suits done right the right way, but you, I did not know the Botox thing. When did that start? Uh, a couple of years ago. My wife really? get, my wife gets it done too. Really? Yeah. I bet just a lot of well. Then it looks good because I never notice it. She she works in that business. So oh, I does she? Yeah, she works in the kind of the facial eye business. Wow. So, yeah. All right. While while we have you here, I have to know um, if you go to the gym on Wednesdays, why do you not shower and get ready there? Why do you come here and do it? All right. So there are a couple reasons. <laughs> this so, is why we because we, we know it's Wednesday. Because when you leave the bathroom, you can smell your product. Yeah, yeah, it's nice. It smells, it smells nice, yeah. <laughs> especially compared to what these construction guys are doing. Yeah, oh my yeah. god, yeah. smells yeah. up blowing bathrooms. up the bathroom. <laughs> Jesus. Um, so, so on Wednesdays, I'm either at my personal trainer in Concha right. or I'm here at uh, Aquatic and Fitness down in Manion. Right, right. So when you go into these gyms and then you go into the locker rooms. You get out of the shower, you get your clothes on, and it's almost like you never got out of the shower because it's so hot in these uh-huh. locker rooms. Yeah. You feel like you're completely dripping. So I, I can't do my hair wet, so and there's not a hair dryer. Right. So I've got to let it dry for a period of time. I've got to let the, the kind of the water and the sweat settle. Okay. It's very meticulous being so, Matt Calper. Yeah, so it's, it's a twofold process. So I wait 30 minutes from the time that I leave the gym till I get to my office. And then I go into minutes, the bathroom, and then seconds. I do my thing. I put my okay. lotion on, do my hair, do my thing. You can't do your hair wet? No, because no, you I, get sick. I, I have really thin hair. <laughs> Oh. Well, he does sound like you sound a little nasally. Are you yeah. a little sick right now? No, I, I've okay. got really bad allergies. Really well, bad that's allergies. it. So, People are asking for you to say the word "sick" if you would please. Sick. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> this has got to go back like twenty plus years. Ago. Jesus yeah. Christ! It does. It does. Yeah. All right. Well, we appreciate. Uh, well, thank you. I love you all. You guys are we completely awesome. Matt Calper, head of our national sales he, department, and he's always candid. Wait, what is this? Oh, sick of myself. Sick of myself. <laughs> Matthew Sweet. People are saying you really do talk like What's him, that? Steve. Also making it up. And they're also saying that that Matt has a, a Philly accent. We spent a uh, a decent amount of time talking about uh, the Philly accent in that uh, article that we had yeah. earlier. So I Matt, wonder what the Matt's got some of that. The ratio of people with Philly accents who get b- Botox is. <laughs> <laughs> But like he's just so he's so open about it. Mm-hmm. Like that yeah, is really part of the reason why we he's love totally him. totally candid. Can you get Botox? So so I soon <laughs> give me my Botox in my mouth. By the way, Steve, he, he definitely, uh, even though metrosexual is a little bit of a dated term, but it's still, it's the only thing I can think of to describe. It's the only thing that, yeah. Yeah, that would describe his style, which is yep. very, very... Uh, feminine. Man- manic- no, not feminine. <laughs> uh, very meticulous, very manicured. He is. Very, he cares about his look. That's why, honestly, in the realm of, of sales, when presentation is everything and you're, you're, you have to come in and you have to look put together, we would be disasters. Yeah, you got to wear your burgundy tight jeans. Right, right. Uh, Is that what he had on? It was so funny. So yesterday, the, the golf outing that I was that I was emceeing, I I didn't get to play because of my my shoulder. But Matt O'Donnell played in my group, and he and I have played in this yeah. uh, outing together. So he left before I even got there, and the guys that he played with were like. Uh, they were talking about, oh, you really don't have to care. It doesn't matter what you look like when you get up and work. And Matt had to leave because he's got to get up so early to do his makeup and everything. And I'm just like, you can't, don't, it, I wouldn't even try to polish no, this. Don't no. worry about it. Right. It doesn't it's the, matter. the blessing of radio. It is. A pretty, Honestly. It's a pretty great thing. Uh, but anyway, all right, well, nice to hear about the ball tap stories. Yes. And uh, be careful when opening the doors around here. Yeah. We do need to take a break. Case, I want to give away some of these movie passes. Yes. Is that cool? We have the yep. Hot Zone screening. Ooh. It is on Tuesday. And it will be at the Ritz at the Boars. Casey is hosting it. Complimentary popcorn and soda. 
Uh, it's at 7 p.m., so you need to be there by 6.30. So this is next Tuesday, Ritz of the Boards. Five callers right now, 215-263-WMMR. This is presented by National Geographic, mind you. It's about people getting set. It is. <laughs> <laughs> the Hot Zone is a three-night limited series inspired by true events surrounding the, the origins of Ebola, which you get. Makes people sick. Yeah, yeah. And uh, its arrival on uh, U.S. soil in 1989. <laughs> Uh, the Hot Zone premieres May 27th on National Geographic. So five callers, 215-263-WMMR. Call right now. We'll take a break, and we'll be back in just a moment. Make sure you stay right over there. <laughs> Not only can you hear Preston and Steve, you can see them, too. Check out the Weekly Rush on Xfinity On Demand. New episodes, you guessed it, weekly. Back with more of the Preston and Steve Show podcast. You know what? Um, what? I've, I've got a few odds and ends. Uh, odds and ends? Yes, there's some things that, that I need to clear out that are it's just kind time of... to hand out to the general star. Hand <laughs> around. Speak to the proprietor, Preston Elliott. Yeah. He shows you some of his odds and ends. Uh, these are just some uh, stories that are kind of laying around that don't <laughs> have a home. Um, you sent this to me, Steve. Dallas businessman, a guy named Victor Vescovo. Uh, became the deepest diving human in history when his five deeps expedition reached the bottom of the Pacific Ocean's Challenger Deep. It happened on April 28th. Uh, Vescovo, who has been on a years-long journey to reach the deepest points in each of the planet's five oceans, spent more than four hours in the basin of the Mariana Trench, the deepest known point in the ocean. Uh, he had said, uh, we have indeed built and perfected the submersible uh, that can easily and reliably take two people to the bottom of any, the to, to the point of any point on Earth, even the Challenger Deep. Uh, and this will allow for an unprecedented level of access for scientists and others to explore the ocean, increasing our understanding of it and hopefully make life better, richer, uh, and richer for the future. Isn't it staggering to think, so Preston, think of the weight of water. So you're at the bottom of the Marianas Trench. You have approximately, what, seven, eight miles of water above you, pressure down on you. Mm. It's just staggering. And then, as has been pointed out by many of uh, the scientists and people we've had, learned people in this studio over the years, we know more about other planets than we know about what's at the depths of our own oceans. Did you read what they found? Yes. At the bottom of the floor? Uh, Jimmy Hoffa. No, they no. found they, like a couple of new species, right? Well, that, but did you hear what else they found? Oh, yeah, yeah. A plastic bag and candy wrappers. Yeah, oh, yeah. really? Yeah. Hmm. At the bottom of the, the, the lowest spot you can be on Earth. You know what? That's great advertising, though. Uh, so, <laughs> but they did find, uh, yeah, a few different uh, species. Three uh, new species of marine animal uh, while they were down there. But, yeah, you're right. The pressure is extraordinary. We're getting ready for um, a trip where we're going to be scuba diving, and I was thinking about that stuff recently about, you know, if you go down, I think it's like 32 feet, that's yeah. one atmospheric pressure. That's all of the of the air above us, all the way up to, to the edge of space. You just go down 32 feet, and you have all that pressure on you uh, in the ocean, and, and it puts a tremendous amount of pressure. And that's just going down 32 Seven feet. miles. So when they got out of the vehicle and started swimming around, how was that? <laughs> that you can't do that. <laughs> oh, you can't. Yeah, yeah they, they imploded. <laughs> When that happened. How long did it take? <laughs> four uh, hours, right? Uh, how long to get down? Know. They were down there for four hours. Yeah, I'm not I'm sure. I'm sure you can really speed down and speed back with no yeah. problem. Mm-hmm. Of all of these extreme type of things, which is most appealing to any of you guys? Yeah, either going going high or low, right? High. Yeah. Higher or deep. 
Uh, that is a really good question. Um, neither, to be honest. <laughs> I was just yeah. going to say that. That's too right much. Here. I kind of feel the same way. <laughs> That's too much. I, I, I mean, I, they're, they're both very hostile environments. You die fairly easily, you know? <laughs> Yeah, but you could die driving your car down to the bottom of the Mariana Street. Yeah, you could. You yeah, could. Well, well, <laughs> uh, you know, just to put it in context. I would, if I had to choose, I would choose water. Okay. Kathy, would you go down to, like, to see the Titanic? L- okay, so that type of stuff, yes. I I would love to do that. I would love to see, you know, I, I think sea I life that, do that, you, too. Yeah. that you can't see even just, like, scuba diving. You know, like, if you could go even further down that I would love to see that. I would never do it, mm. but I would love to see it more so than going up to space. I I think so. Oh, to we're go up to a space, space station. Travel. Yes, mm. I was talking right, more so, like a Mount Everest, like okay. twenty nine thousand oh, okay. feet up. You know, like a mountain climb where the altitude gets to you. Because I'd pick space travel over any of that. I'd take yes. a submarine to the take top a, of Everest. A submarine into space. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And just, uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. I thought you were talking. This talk- was a big mistake. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I thought maybe you were talking space. Um, so, uh, so, but either way, I would still pick water. Would you do like the, the, the virgin flight that skips, you know, across the edge of the atmosphere, Preston? I mean, that's, was it, $250,000 a ticket? It's easily affordable. Mm-hmm. And uh, and get I, up and do that. Uh, after things get perfected, yeah. Where I people might, aren't dying, you're saying. Yeah, I might yeah. think about that. But uh, I, I, if you're going to go all the way up, I'd like to get out of the atmosphere. Space station. Yeah, low low Earth orbit yeah. is what they call it, but I would love to do that. Um, by the way, the last time that a human visited this depth, the Challenger Deep, uh, it was James Cameron oh, uh, really? who did it, yeah. Goes um, to the abyss when he's making that movie? Now, he went down to a depth of 35,756 feet, and for a while was that group of guys that had been wow. deeper than anyone else. Uh, but Vescovo descended to... Uh, just below that, so so uh, Cameron Crow went thirty five seven fifty six, and this guy Vescovo went thirty five eight fifty three feet down. Oh, you mean so, James Cameron? So yeah, what did I say? Cameron Crow. Okay, he was filming Almost Famous the sequel <laughs> part two. Almost yeah. Famous two. Yeah. Mariana's yeah. Trench. They yeah. changed the name of the band to Deep Water. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> very well. good recovery. That is good. Solid. Try. <laughs> Fast Times the Mariana's Trench. Uh, so. <laughs> The uh, they completed four dives and uh, one additional dive at another point uh, in the deep sea trench. While at the deepest depths known to humans, the expedition team surveyed and mapped the region with state of the art sonar technology as well as collected scientific samples uh, for future study. Imagine you're down there though, and to Kathy's point, you see things, life forms. Of course, you're going to be the one that's down there where uh, I thought those things were extinct. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Yep, yep. We lost radio, like Meg. Uh-huh. Uh, the expedition submersible is named the limiting factor. It's the world's deepest diving currently operational submarine. The cruise mission in the Mariana Trench lasted 11 to 12 hours on average each dive. So there you go, Casey. That's the link. Okay. Uh, and they took down, I guess, the guys from Texas because he took a Texas flag and it's the same one Dick. that he took to the peak of Mount Everest. Really? Yeah, on board. So he um, did go up a mountain so in a he's submarine. Done, he's done Everest before. I don't know about in a submarine, but he did He go up. And so there, um, the Five Deeps expedition is being filmed by Atlantic Productions for a documentary series that's due to air on Discovery Channel later on this year. Have you seen, like, the footage when they do, um, you know, I mean, you're going down higher than, by far, than Everest and, and mm-hmm. other, I mean, these canyons that are just staggering in scope. We don't think of them as such because they're underwater, but right. they are 
legit, more far more impressive than the Grand Canyon. Mm-hmm. So if you love the underwater stuff, um, there was a show. It, it was years ago, but it was narrated by Oprah. I think it was called Life, and it was all about different species and, I mean, things that you don't normally see. Uh, and it was probably one of the best shows I've ever watched. I think it, it was like maybe, you know, 10 or 11, 12 episodes, something you like that. You get a Nautilus. And you get a Nautilus. <laughs> no kidding. All right, I'll have to check that the out. What hell was that? Was that what happened? Was there a whale in the studio? What was it? It's a stupid straw. I'm sorry. It's a straw. It's a straw. I was all right. Listen, what were you sir, doing? I, I feel what like were I'm you playing. With? I feel like I'm coming down with something. Okay. So I decided to throw some. Getting sick. Emer- <laughs> I'm getting sick. I'm sick. Um, Where's my straw? Where's my thick straw? So I threw some emergency in my water and yes. I was stirring it. Okay. Right? All right. And then so I went to go <laughs> lick the straw off. Yeah. And then I, you know, and then suck the the juices Residue. out of the straw. Oh, fuck and, the juices. And it goes, <laughs> I I w- did not anticipate a whistle to come out of the stupid. Straw. It's it's a it's a ribbed straw. So you remember those tubes you would spin around in yeah, the air yeah, and yeah. they would make the whistling sound. Uh, so anything uh, that has that that ribbed, it's, it's the songs of the humpback. Yeah, yeah. And now, and now, from the Marianas Trench. Casey, go over to his mic and and do it on the uh, on the reverb, please, because that'll definitely sound like whale sounds. <laughs> you know, the other day when we were we were talking about uh, Tim Graham and the sales department selling pulled pork out of out his, his desk. Yeah. Somebody texted in and go and just said, "You guys are children." <laughs> Your children yep. just making things up. Oh, sure. Uh-huh. Oh, yeah. And, yes. Did you see the graphic that was done up? No. There was a graphic done up with his, his <laughs> oh, draw yeah, yeah, with yeah, the yeah, pulled pork. Draw, opening yeah. up with the pulled pork. <laughs> Listen, the man's got to make a living. We are children. Uh, All right, let me move on to something else that I have. Um, more odds and ends, if you will. And as the proprietor, press the <laughs> All right. Uh, so... The, the the headline is this: uh, Pet owners war- are warned that kissing and cuddling their cats and dogs could spread antibiotic uh, resistant bugs. Of course, um, I'm not going to stop. But I, I no. it, 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 it's. I mean, I hear you. You're. I hear you with your dogs. Oh my god! We, you I, and you're right there. They you lick, love them. They they lick my face constantly, <laughs> and I love it. Especially oh Haley, the 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 female dog that we have. She just constantly lick lick lick. I mean, she just she's a lover. Oh my god! I love it. It's adorable. Don't you? I, and they're and they're super. They're super. It's just. <laughs> She just gets this face on her. How do you oh even God, know? Do you have not... a mirror? Or... Yo, yeah, yeah, oh, in the okay. mirror. It's the same. It's the mirror we use when we have it when we get it on. Wow. Uh, so is that the topic, or did I misread that, that? You misread, but but nonetheless, it's probably not good too, Steve. Uh, <laughs> close contact with your dogs and cats could spread drug resistance. Superbugs and germs could be transferred via your pet saliva. Uh, the study leader says that you can adopt small changes to lower your risk for the issue, including making sure that your pet eats from their own bowl, avoid kissing pets on the mouth, don't let them lick your mouth or nose, and, and every now and then, dude, the tongue goes up, up in your my nose. nose. Yeah. <laughs> Cleans now, it like, out. Stop that. Well, you're, so my dog is all about licking your hands, and she loves to lick my feet for some reason. I Salty. got a foot lick the other day. It was great. I'm you know like, what? Rooks, give yeah. me a massage. Oh, yeah. awesome. yeah. oh, man. When they get in between Jeez, the toes. I wonder if I take my underwear off. Oh, dear God. Um, 
They uh, and also the top of my head. My wife must have hours of video of <laughs> Chelsea loves. They're really? the salt. I That's what they want. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. They, so after exercise, I, after I work out, they uh, they want to lick you up. Absolutely, down. yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, so anyhow, uh, but there's there's, a, there's an actual disease that is ported from dog. They found one in particular. Uh, is this the same article? It's ported from dogs to humans now. Did you see that? You know what? I don't know. This says uh, also wash your hands after stroking animals. Yeah, uh, but I just the, finished off the dogs. Now uh, I have to get to the. <laughs> no, the most important part: make sure that nobody in your home, animal or human, is given antibiotics unnecessarily. So listen, these are obvious antibiotics. Things. I don't know. We've known about uh, cat scratch fever for a long time, which sure. is a legitimate thing. Yeah. And you've got because obviously they're traipsing around in, in cat boxes. Mm-hmm. If they scratch you, they yeah. you can get an infection. Yep. By the way, uh, Casey, real quick, this is doubling back to the straw. Yeah. Somebody wanted you to try that on Steve's mic with the, the deep uh, demon oh, effect okay. and right. see what that was. I don't think it'll sound any I different. No, I'll try it. I'll try it out. So we did the reverb, but now. Oh, okay. It sounds like an elk. Yeah. It does sound. Do, do, do it again. Wait, wait. That sounds just like, do it Do it without let, it. Let me, get the, let me get the uh, elk. Here's the elk. Okay. Okay, now, right. now yeah. you do it. Yeah. Yep, yep. Yep, that's right. Yep, yep, yep. Oh, yep, yep, yep. Oh, can I have 25 pounds of salt and some flour, please, at the Odds and Ends General Store? Oh, my God. All right, um, since, since we're in the store, I'm going to move on to something else. Wait, no, 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 no. Okay. Okay. We're out of music? No, I just okay. rewound it. Oh. Uh, yoga. All right, I haven't been doing it because of my shoulder lately, but my wife do a weekly yoga class. Yes. Uh, there are things you've heard of, like goat yoga. Our friend Meredith says she she did that and she was a lot it. of fun. Yeah. And they're, they're all different kinds. She of... did not like Portuguese man of war yoga. <laughs> now, but now there's one called rage yoga. What is this? I have heard of this before. Founder of rage yoga, Lindsay. This might be my thing. <laughs> Lindsay Istis says it's meant to be a different approach to yoga for those who find their peaceful center in a different way. Ah! That's essentially it. There's screaming involved. Primal, so primal scream therapy meets yoga. Yeah. yeah, it involves a little bit of extra chaos and a sense of humor. She said it incorporates traditional yoga poses and breathing with alternative principles such as war cries, heavy metal guitar riffs, F-bombs, and even liquor. Um, <laughs> intensity and difficulty depends on the instructor and class. But it's... <laughs> So peaceful. <laughs> but is this uh, says no matter what you can, <laughs> what all the Oompa is doing here, you can expect an awesome soundtrack, the opportunity for some emotional release, and to walk out feeling a little more. That was like my daughter when I took her to yoga. I was like, oh, it's going to be so relaxing. It's going to be great. <laughs> and, you know, she's holding a pose that was like really, really hard. And she turned to me. She goes, I thought you said this was going to be relaxing. <laughs> <laughs> well, there. There, there are there are some where they make you work, where, yeah. you, where you're holding these poses, these planks and things like that, and these positions that are hard to hang on to. And then there's another where it's essentially just you're stretching and relaxing. And you can get a combination more, of both, or yeah. you can you can opt for the harder workout or the, the lesser workout. It's more meditation sometimes. Yeah. You've seen the other rage uh, now The uh, amongst the yoga practitioners is the combination of cannabis and yoga. Smoking pot while you're doing yoga. It is a big thing. There was a, uh, the news had it last night. 
To me, it just seemed I, like I another thought, excuse to smoke. I thought you were supposed to do that. <laughs> <laughs> to be honest. Yeah, no. yeah. Um, but no, so, they're, they're talking hey, about... Yeah, I'm ahead of the curve. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but they showed all these people out with this instructor, and they're all toking up and doing I'm the sure. whole deal. Yeah. Right. I don't know. I don't know if I'd like this. I think I rage, rage enough. yoga. I rage enough that when I go to yoga, it's it's yeah. <laughs> it separates me from all of that. So I don't know that this would help me. Agreed. And and the first several times we did it, actually, I had a hard time sinking into the om, you know, just kind of center and taking it. In. And now now I get it. Now I like it yeah. a lot. When I do my my weight training and and, and all that stuff, I that. I don't do the screaming and, and it, but the, the breathing and everything helps expel the sort of you know any any angst or anger. Yeah. There's great footage though, press of these guys who their training method was, ah! you know. But after they let, so the guy's doing the deadlift, he goes, ah! uh, and he the combination of just doing that and he <laughs> screaming, out. he he, he walks forward <gasps> and there's a whole row of barbells. Oh my god! <laughs> it is so he's fine, but it's so goddamn funny uh, because I mean, he's Mr. Macho, and two seconds later, bam. Love that. Yeah, if you guys can find that footage, guy guy passes out while working out. It's, I would it's love hilarious. To see that. All right, uh, let me see. Let me reach back behind the counter here and see if there's something else. Uh, you'll find this uh, interesting, Steve. AMC Entertainment. Okay, so with um, uh, Marvel and uh, Avengers Endgame, yeah. obviously breaking records with uh, you know ticks, uh, tickets sales and and uh, the box office take. Another record. AMC Entertainment reports it has sold a record $13 million worth of soda, popcorn, and other snacks on the opening day and then broke that record with $15 million worth of sales the following day. So this is just one day's worth of sales on the snacks and uh, and stuff you get at the, um, at the, the what do you call it? The, the concession stand. stand. So, yeah. so there's so much stuff now. You'll see people coming in with all, there's all, you know, obviously there are the, the, the movie taverns that have full menus. Right. Uh, but there are things, you know, between chicken nuggets and and, uh, yeah. and all yeah. the stuff that you get at the, uh, just the regular theater. Pop pretzels. I'm a straight up popcorn dude. I love it. And a lot of times I will buy the popcorn as I'm leaving the movie because mm-hmm. I, you know, I, I, I don't want to sit there and crunch while I'm, I'm watching the movie. But yeah, the, the the concession stands are always hopping. All right, so do you think uh, when you're crunching popcorn during a movie that you're disturbing p- other people? I keep it quiet. Because oh, I... Hold on a second, Press. Here's the guy. <laughs> the video oh, I'm took... sorry. I watched a video of this guy that Steve was talking about. We'll come back to the popcorn moment yeah. uh, thing in just a second. So he does a, uh, a deadlift. He's excited. Oh, he no. screams. Oh, and no. Boom. No. Dude. Oh. His <laughs> face landed on the barbells. <laughs> He could have died from that. He could have. Yeah. Fortunately, it just makes a good video. Um, wow. Okay, anyhow. Yeah. But I just have no, because I feel the same way. I'm like, oh, I can't chew. There's like, this is a really quiet scene. I can't chew because people are, I'm going to bother people. But I've never been bothered by other people eating. I don't, popcorn. I don't, if someone's, if someone eats like a horse, it would, no matter what they're eating, but uh, it's going to be an issue. But mm-hmm. I, listen, if you're eating and you're quiet and you're sort of mindful and it's, in yeah. most of the movies we're watching these days, their planet's exploding, so you yeah. can't override that. Uh, I try not to ever, ever, ever have to go to the uh, the concession stand. Yeah. It's insanely overpriced. It's ridiculous. I make sure that when we leave for, and I understand that that's where they make you know a bulk of money, uh, but when we leave for the uh, theater that we have enough room to swing by, 
you know, Wawa or whatever yep. it may be, and uh, and grab snacks on the but way. I mean, and do, do you have to sneak it in, or like, is it allowed, or are we you supposed to? We, s- we sneak it in. I mean, I, I make an effort. That's why summer's more difficult. But the winter, dude, we're loaded yeah, yeah. with stuff. Ready you said you go. brought in full lobsters, right? You can, yeah. yeah, with the bib and everything. See, I think I've ruined that because um, now it's like a thing to do when we go to the movies. I will say to Jace, "We'll stop somewhere." Again. He's like, "No, I want to get it at the movie theater." And you say, "No, I'm the boss." <laughs> oh no! And then he goes, "I'm the boss." I'm like, "Okay, sure." So $10 candy bar? Yeah, it's way too God. expensive. It's I mean, crazy. When you've already spent, you know, $50 on the tickets and then you walk over to the concession stand yeah, yeah. and you're dumping another $50, yeah. it's crazy. No, I, I, I have to do popcorn at the movie. But I do. Else- I, 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 it's, I, I, I love it. Listen, yeah. a lot of times we're going to our screenings anyway. Yeah. So that's just, that's the only cost of the night. But I will stop at Wawa for other things, candy and Watering cow tail, right, 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 right. right. Mm-hmm. Quarter yeah. soda, no, anything like that. Yeah, and you can take it. In. So AMC showed the three-hour Marvel movie sixty-three thousand times in the U.S. over a four-day stretch, over twenty thousand times, <laughs> more than its previous big, big, uh, previous biggest opening. The movie also sparked a surge in applications to become A-list members to the uh, the top tier of the company's Stubbs loyalty program. Those those are just AMC theaters. Alone. Uh, well, uh, yeah. Honestly, there you go. What what a reason to the movie has just, you know, catapulted them ahead. You yeah. get a, a blockbuster movie in your chain, yep. it can be a, a, an absolute explosion of business. I'm an AMC member simply because we have a separate line at the concession stand that's that nobody's Do you? Yeah. Is that one of the perks? Yep. Do you also is it also like a movie club where you you pay a you pay like a flat fee and can see a certain number of movies per year. Well, um, not that. Steve. Okay, not that. No, I didn't this, know if it was the same a, thing. It's a rewards thing, right? right. So, like, you, is it Adam? Uh, I can't remember. You, you buy X amount of tickets, yeah, and uh, and then like when you go to the concession stand with your card, <clears throat> they'll go, oh, you you get an upgrade from you know a medium popcorn to a large popcorn you know, right. for the same price or whatever. But mainly, it's because they have their own separate line. And and nobody and you, you are there. concession dude. It would, then it makes a difference for you. Yeah. What's the protocol on bringing in a full Wawa hoagie to the movie theater? <laughs> Is that cool? It's too noisy. Mm. Well, the, as long as the you paper. unwrap it, yeah, yeah, the paper unwrapping it. All right, you, maybe if you unwrapped it ahead of time, because I'll go to the theater sometimes if it's like a six thirty or seven o'clock screening, and uh, I haven't had dinner yet, and I don't want my dinner to be just popcorn. Uh, so if I swing by Wawa and get a hoagie, I I think I should be all right bringing that in. But if I'm pissing other people off, I don't want to do that. No, if you put it inside a scarf and okay. wear it on your neck, uh, yes. somebody takes it in. You know, wear a wear a Santa Claus beard and put it underneath <laughs> right. that. Get a salmon, right? Yeah, well, yeah. yeah. That salmon man's eating that. his beard. Uh, <laughs> somebody takes it in and said that uh, movie theaters can't. Uh, there's no rule against it. In most theaters, you can walk in and, and have all the food you want. So yeah, yeah. I don't know. It's listen, whatever the case is, and and now also with with a different. For example, I was at KOP last night uh, to see uh, John Wick three Parabellum. So uh, I was looking though. Where's that theater that is the four? Nick, Nick, where, Nick, where Nick, is it? Number uh, so when you go in in the main entrance, yes. The it, it, behind the concession stand, straight through is the IMAX. Right to the right is the forty X. Is so, that what it's, yes. yeah. so right to the right of the IMAX entrance. Mm-hmm. Okay, because yeah. yeah, it was. Uh, it, it's pretty wild. It I was. Uh, it's, it's a cool way to see Avengers for sure. I have enjoyed m- that uh, bars are popping up and not just in movie taverns as well. The uh, uh, the Plymouth yeah. Meeting Movie Theater they has a, a bar. bar. And the new uh, cinema, 309 Cinema, uh, in it's kind of the North Wales area, uh, has a bar as well, which is pretty cool. I mean, if they're doing that, why not massage parlors right? as well? You, you know what? To be honest, yeah, you could do that. <laughs> why not? Uh, one 5D. Last thing uh, from... 
little odd and end that I have here. I love this little story. It's so quaint. So, isn't it nice? Yeah. Yeah. So, hearkening back to uh, yesteryear. Uh, so, Philadelphia <laughs> is in for another unique pop-up bar experience, but it won't be until the fall. Uh, it's a drinking establishment built out of a million Lego pieces. It's, huh. called, it's called the Brick Bar. Uh, pop-up that began touring internationally last month. It has dates set for Philadelphia right around Thanksgiving, so the 22nd through the 24th of November. Uh, the organizers confirmed this. The pop-up is expressly not affiliated with the Lego brand, which does not seem to be really thrilled with the concept. So if they buy the Legos, um, which obviously uh-huh. they have, they're entitled to use them as they sure. see fit, right? Yep, they made it uh, into a bar. Uh, the company said it's manufacture children's toys, uh, it is not within our remit to partner with brands or individuals operating food and beverage sector, blah, blah, blah. Uh, photos from some of the pop-ups, early stops look like the uh, the Brick Bar will be a cool place to check out around the holidays. So um, that's uh, another little twist. How often or how, uh, how many pop-up bars? Marissa, I guess you're the one for know. this question. Around the city, do, do they are they often popping um, up there it's becoming uh new like there's the one that popped up around christmas time that was called tinsel oh yeah that was cool yeah that, it looked cool yeah that was on 13th and sansom um and now there's one uh blue coat gin has been popping up around with uh like f- uh filling up a bar with flowers and kind of making this really pretty everything's Ooh. all instagram so they so, they yeah. take over they take over a bar mm-hmm. or will they, will they get like a store that will they get like a store that's uh, empty empty and go in and do that it's both of those things. Okay. Sometimes they'll do that in an empty store, or sometimes they'll take an already uh, established bar and just cover it with flowers and kind of do a tap takeover and make it all their drinks. Huh. There's one that they do in a parking lot, actually, in Conshohocken. It's where all of the businesses are down by the river, and they'll do like a like a quick pop-up beer garden on a Friday if mm. it's nice out. Yeah, it's fun. There's a, there's a show on NBC called, I think it's Abby's Place or something like that. Yeah. And it's, it's, not, it's okay, but but the, the, the woman runs a bar out of her backyard. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Could yeah, is that you can't do that? You can't do that. No. no, but there is another thing called Parks on Tap, which is a pop up bar that goes around the city. So it'll go to different uh, um, parks and things like that. So it's in uh, Fairmount Park or Schuylkill River um, Railroad. Yeah, they do that in the like summer, that. right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I started a few weeks ago in the Azalea Garden, and you can just track it. And it actually is like moved bigger, so it's in Maniunk and further outside the city now too. Maurice, what's the uh, liquor license deal with places like that? Yeah. So you can get a catering license. If you have a bar, you can use your catering license for uh. so many days a year. Oh. Um, these are all things that I've been learning over the past few years. Um, and can you so, use your AMC card to get a liquor license? <laughs> no, unfortunately not yet. They haven't let that. But you can use that as like an off-site catering license. Huh. I like it when businesses uh, give away alcohol. Um, no, I'm, if, like, And they can skirt the law that way. But all you have to do is make a quote unquote donation or join the join the club, right? Join the club. Yeah. No, but I mean, there was a, there was a, a food stand where you could get a beer, and and it probably is illegal. But everybody sort of looked the other way on it, and they just had a cooler full of it. And all you had to do was you know put some money in the tip jar. Hmm. Okay, mm. interesting. Well, that Lego bar is going to be popping up in uh, around Thanksgiving, so we'll uh, let you know. All right, that's all I got. I got to close up shop now, folks. Time to close the doors. Thanks for coming by. Yeah, y'all come back now. Yeah, I'll come back now. You here? Uh, we are gonna take a break. We'll be back in a moment. Don't forget secret text word today and uh, those tickets to see Slayer. Text word secret to three nine three three three. We'll get a winner shortly. Be back in a moment. MMR's official.
official opening of the Jersey Shore. Think of it as complete concert coverage to kick off summer and your Memorial Day weekend. Friday, May 24th, we're broadcasting live all day from some iconic shore points. Join the Preston and Steve Show live from Keenan's in North Wildwood, presented by Coors Light, the Jersey Shore's most refreshing beer. Dig your toes in the sand in Atlantic City with Pierre Robert live from Margaritaville. Jackson rocks your happy hour at the Inlet in North Wildwood with Victory Brewing Company's Summer Love and the first official flip-flop nation party. WMMR's official opening of the Jersey Shore from 93.3 WMMR. Everything that rocks your summer. We have a short amount of time here before we uh, got to wrap up this segment, so let's get right into the Bizarre Fire. No. Bizarre. WMMR presents Bizarre. Kristen and Steve's Bizarre, Bizarre Fire. Brought to you by Sterling Pig Brewery. Attention craft beer lovers. Uh, Sterling Pig Brewery's second location, Public House, is now open on Market Street in Westchester. Happy hour every week from 4 to 6 p.m. For more information, visit sterlingpig.com. Well, the team of renegade cheesemakers. Oh, my God. We'll showcase some very uh, couture cheese at the Victoria and Albert Museum's forthcoming uh, exhibition, Food Bigger Than the Plate. No samplings of this cheese, which will be showcased in climate-controlled glass, and it uh, shall be unoffered, which, by the way, is, is just as well since the cheese has been made with bacteria from the bodies of British celebrities. So this is cheese made from the bacteria of British celebrities. That sounds disgusting. Alex James of the band Blur, Michelin star chef Heston Blumenthal, former Great British Bake Off finalist and author Ruby Tando, and the singer-songwriter Suggs, Suggs and rapper Professor Green all volunteered their body bacteria for science, more specifically a chef. A synthetic biologist and a bio designer uh, turn their body swabs into starter culture for the five cheeses so, that make up the exhibit named Self Made. We're literally looking at Fumunda cheese. Yeah, yeah, it's a yeah. lot like that, exactly. Uh, together with the chef, the human cheese artisans have been maturing a Cheshire cheese from uh, Alex James, <clears throat> a Comte from Heston Blumenthal, a mozzarella from Professor Green, a Stilton from Ruby Tando. And a cheddar from Suggs. And this brie is from Prince Charles's bunghole. Um, <laughs> apparently our bodies team with microbes and research has suggested oh. that the composition of our body's micro- microbiome uh, can determine such integral facets as our mood, intelligence, body weight. I don't uh, like this. In a world obsessed with cleanliness and armed with hand sanitizers, it's worth paying attention to the function of good bacteria. And that's where the cheese comes in. By using human bacteria to use such a beloved edible product, these food scientists and artists want to challenge associations of disgust with bacteria. Yeah, exactly. And to highlight their extraordinary roles in our lives. Listen, I'll eat nuggets with breading made from celebrity snot, but this is disgusting. Yeah, you're not uh, you're not down with this. Yeah. Uh, let's see. How about this? The uh, Genesee County Sheriff's Office. Says a man flipped his vehicle while trying to remove a spider from his leg Friday <laughs> afternoon. <laughs> According to the sheriff's office, the Alexander, New York man was traveling northbound on Route 98 when he stated a spider jumped on his leg and startled him. How big was his spider? Deputies say the man stated he tried to get the spider off his legs, caused him to go off the road and strike an embankment, causing his vehicle to flip over. <laughs> Fortunately, no one was injured in the incident. 
Uh, maybe you caught this story. It's really an upstanding guy. Uh, Armando Marcage is a waiter at Patsy's in New York City Pizzeria in Harlem. When he came across an envelope containing a cashier's check while cleaning a table, Karen Venacor, a retired social worker, had left the money behind while eating lunch with her daughter. She brought along the $424,000 cashier's check. Which he could have walked in, into a bank and cashed. As a down payment for a condo to buy in the neighborhood. Despite not receiving a tip from uh, Vinicor mm-hmm. for his services, uh, Marcage had handed over the check to Patsy's owner for safekeeping. Uh, Vinicor returned a few days later to pick up her check, saying, I'm so grateful that the insult that we gave him did not prevent him from doing the right thing. I would have naturally assumed that that was my $400,000 chip. Yep. All right, and then one last story, and then we got a break, unfortunately. Uh, Don't underestimate the power of a bear. Colorado Parks and Wildlife officials say a bear was able to unlock a car door late at night, and the owner found the animal closed inside the vehicle the next morning. Uh, They took a video video of the damage. Uh, The trapped bear left behind. Jack, sell him for less. Which is... (laughs) Quite extensive. He's making some money. Huh? Exactly. I'm doing an endorsement deal. <laughs> the, the number one. Yeah, prices thing. are unbearable. Oh. Jack, so for that. Officials say the same bear is believed to be responsible for a similar incident that happened. Funny story. I uh, I hate Jack. A few houses away. Uh, we have to wrap it up there, unfortunately. And there you go. That's your bizarre file. Thank you, Bear. Appreciate that. Oh, no problem. All right, we're going to take a quick break. Kathy, give me a number. Call her secret text right quickly. 13. Call her 13-215-263-WMMR. Call now. Let's see if you win. Good luck. Stream WMMR anywhere you have an internet connection. Check out the mobile app or go to WMMR.com. You'll figure it out from there. Back with more of the Preston and Steve Show podcast. Uh, we have a very cool package to give away for Word of the Week, and that would be a six-pack pit tickets for the MMRBQ this Saturday. Let's see. Wednesday? So we got Thursday, Friday. Three more days over there. How about that? Yeah. Uh, so let's give that away on Friday, and then you're at the show on Saturday. We were looking for the 13th caller. Uh, Kathy called out the number, and we are going to the phones for that caller. It is Eric. Hey, Eric. How you doing? You guys rock. Oh. Thank you, Eric. All right, so First give it to... Off, it's, not, it's not Slayer. It's Slayer! <laughs> there you go. That's what we like to hear. So what's that word, dude? Clash. Clash! job by the scream on Eric. That's awesome. Uh, and by the way, we went with the word Clash because we were on the show Clash Room today, Fox 29, 6.30 p.m. Yes. It's the uh, Team Preston versus Team Steve. See how it all plays out today, if you will. And we are going to set up Eric with tickets to see Slayer, May 24th, BB&T Pavilion, the last Philly show ever, with Cannibal Corpse, Lamb of God, and Amon Amarath. Uh, tickets are on sale now, including special offer uh, tickets starting at $19.33, available through May 19th. While supplies last, WMMR.com for the complete details, Ticketmaster.com for the tickets. And a random texture is 
uh, Arnaldo Gonzalez, who is from Philadelphia. And we're going to give uh, Arnaldo the same thing. Tickets as well. So congratulations to you guys who got those tickets. All right. So we're going to do the lesson question today. Our prize is uh, tickets to the Asbury Park Riot Redemption Rock and Roll. Uh, it's uh, two days in the theater only, May 22nd and 29th. We'll also give you a $25 Jersey Mike's gift card. And let's see. Let's go to what is the female version of the ball tap? <laughs> 215-263-WMMR. We got that from a caller earlier this morning. What is the female version of the ball tap? 215-263-WMMR. If you heard it and you know the answer, well, you should call us. You might win. We're going to do the trash while you are calling in. The trash business is a gold mine. 93.3 WMMR with Preston and Steve's Hollywood Trash. It's brought to you by A.D. Moyer. A.D. Moyer Lumber is celebrating 80 years of supplying quality building materials and service. Four generations, one family, one commitment. Learn more at admoyer.com. What's happening, Steve? Well, Kylie Jenner expanding her business empire with the addition of Kylie Baby, which will sell cribs, bouncers, changing tables, and more. Kylie says it's exactly what your staff of nannies has been looking for. (laughs) Disgraced former Congressman Anthony Weiner, who served prison time for sexting a 15-year-old girl, is officially a free man after being released yesterday. Wiener says he feels incredibly stupid for his alter ego, Carlos Danger, especially since he should have gone with Don Diego. (laughs) And finally, Little People Big World star Zach and Tori Roloff took to Instagram yesterday to announce they're expecting a second child. Zach, who is a little person, says getting his regular-sized wife pregnant has been easy because he's just been walking the sperm in. And that's your Hollywood try. All righty then. We'll see if we can get an answer to the stupid or lesson question. I'm sorry. What's the uh, female version of the ball tap? And I am going to Jason for that answer. Hi, Jason. Uba. Uba. All right. So give it to us. What is the female version of the ball tap? It's called a clam slam. Clam slam. <laughs> Hang on, Jason. You won. You got the tickets to see Asbury Park Riot Redemption Rock and Roll premiering in theaters for two days only, May 22nd to 29th. $25 Jersey Mike's gift card. You can see Steve Van Zandt, Southside Johnny Lyon, uh, David Sanchez, and Bruce Springsteen return to Legendary Upstage as well as never-before-seen interviews and cinema-exclusive performances. For tickets and information, visit AsburyParkMovieTickets.com. Now, Preston and Steve's Music News on 93.3 WMMR. What the f***? All right, this morning Music News brought to you by McGuff Bus Company, now hiring for gas and diesel mechanics, drivers, and bus aides. Uh, Switch to a company who values their employees and pays the industry top dollar. For more information... Go to McGuffBus.com. So, Talinda Bennington, the widow of Chester Bennington, uh, recently opened up in a ABC News podcast about her husband's mental state before his 2017 suicide. Uh, Talinda revealed, we just thought uh, he was okay. Uh, she said, I can't emphasize that enough. Why but- wouldn't you think that? We'd seen pictures of him, what, a couple days before, smiling and hanging out with friends? Yeah, if you knew Chester, you wouldn't. You would know that he was in a good place, in such a good place. Uh, She also reflected on how her life changed after his death, explaining it went from living one life to living another in a split second. And to leave who I was before the phone call behind and step forward with the strength and confidence I didn't even know I had, uh, I did that because of my children. I had to do it for them. After a period of grieving, she then decided to become an advocate for mental health awareness and a voice for Linkin Park fans saying that they were reaching out 
saying how sad they they were and how they didn't think that they could go on because Chester couldn't. And I knew that's the last thing Chester would have wanted. So It's horrible. Yep. Robert Plant says that Pink Floyd's 2005 one-off reunion show at Live 8 inspired him to reform with Led Zeppelin. Uh, Floyd's five-song set at London's Hyde Park marked the final time that Roger Waters, David Gilmore, Nick Mason, and the late Richard Wright ever performed as a foursome. Uh, and he said, I liked what Floyd did for li- at Live Aid, a quick one-off, and let's leave it at that. Uh, they did it for a good cause, and it was the same when Zeppelin did the charity show for Amit Ardigan. Uh, we had a prolonged affinity with Amit, so if there was ever a reason for a reunion to happen, that was it. But the idea of doing it next summer and the summer after that and so on is enough to break me out in hives. He just, that's just not he's his just thing. He doesn't want to do it. He's, he's it. Not, he's, it's not his thing anymore. His Never mu- will. His music is completely different now. What yeah. he's into, what, what is, he's passionate about is, is just not Zeppelin. Uh, back in 2017, he looked back at the O2 gig telling Rolling Stone that the 2007 reunion was magnificent. Magnificent. Uh, we hit a home run that night, which is something that we were really fearful of. Um, and Robert's in town September 17th at the Man Center with Nathaniel Rateliff and the Night Sweats as well. And then one last story. This is pretty cool. And, Nick, you better enter to try and win this, man. The Who has rolled out a new sweepstakes that, for $10, could score you two premium tickets to meet the band and special guest Eddie Vedder at their massive July 6th gig at London's Wembley Stadium. Is this an Omaze thing? Uh, you know what? I don't think so because the web address doesn't look like that's an Omaze right. uh, address, but it's similar to that. Yeah. Uh, so the, um, according to an announcement through the Who's official Facebook page, the competition will be benefit the band's patron charity, Teenage Cancer America. This is great. It's Nick. Nick won. I thought it was going to be some loser, and here it is. It's Nick. Yay. <laughs> the lucky fan will win two tickets to uh, The Who with Eddie Vedder at Wembley Stadium, July 6th uh, in I'll London, England. I forget it. I remember they had this contest, and we thought, okay, some creep's going to win this. I turn around, and it's Nick. <laughs> um, wow, that's the most excited I've heard him yeah. in a while. <laughs> um, Royal box seats, airfare, and hotel for two. So they'll fly there, too. It's a pretty yeah. sweet deal. For 10 bucks? Uh, backstage, well, you got to win it. You yeah, know. but I think it's pretty much guaranteed if you enter, you will win. Backstage access with meet and greet, a photo op with the Who and Eddie Vedder, a signed concert poster mailed home for you. Uh, the uh, tenor of the sweepstakes, you're going to have to find the link because it's a, it's, a, uh, it's a funky web address. But uh, you can look that up and find out and get entered to win. Side note, I'm going to go see the Who uh, at the ballpark Memorial Day weekend. I have not seen them for several years, and I'm really excited. I, I've never seen them at the ballpark. The last time I saw them, I think, was... Maybe the Wells Fargo Center, and I've seen them outdoors across at the BB&T Pavilion as well. But um, I've never seen them in the ballpark, and I'm, I'm looking forward to it. It's, cool. it's obviously a rock and show, and it's yeah. Bill, Billy Joel's that Friday night, and then The Who is Saturday night. Wow. That's unbelievable. And it would have been The Stones, too, right? Yeah, yeah. The Stones were supposed to be yeah. that week, yeah. Um, but they, re- I don't think they've announced the date for The Stones yet. I haven't seen anything about that yet. All right, and that's it. That's what I got in music news for you. Uh, as we take a break, let's give away a case of Yards Philly Pale Ale. And we'll take caller number 20 at 215-263-WMMR. This summer, reach for the classic Philly Pale Ale is the seasonable brew that's perfect for good weather and great times. You can bring Philly, bring yards, available at Tattooed Moms on South Street in Philadelphia. Caller 20, you get it? And we'll be right back. The Preston and Steve Show Podcast. Wait, turn up the sound. 93.3 WMMR. Everything that rocks. 
Oh, God, that felt good. 93.3 WMMR. It's everything that rocks. Rush on the Preston Steve Show at about 10.30 to match with this beautiful, beautiful day that we finally have. I was watching a weather forecast, I think it was yesterday, and leading up to yesterday, eight out of the nine previous days had had rain in some form or another. Yeah. Uh, now, that's going to, you know, April showers bring May flowers. Of course, we were getting rain in, in May, but the, but the rain, now that we're going to get some sun, is going to make these colors pop even more. You were and it's t- going to be gorgeous. You were talking yesterday about noticing, you know, with the rain and the extra abundance of um, filling in, trees filling in and so on and so forth. Mm-hmm. So if you look out the window here, buildings that were used to be visible to us now are completely obscured by the yes. fully grown in trees. Love it. And it's lush and green. And uh, it's amazing how you go from, you know, just bare, the bare sticks of winter yeah. to this full lush greenery. And I'm ready for the for the wet stuff to go away, too, because I've been uh, I've been wanting to hike more this year. My son, I know you go out and do it every day. Every day. Yeah. Uh, but my son wants to do more hiking and I am on board for that. Getting out into nature. Oh, it's so nice. It's wonderful. Um, so I would thank our guests. We didn't have any guests on the we program didn't. today. No, we had a good time. We did have our one coolest teacher call in, which was great. Yeah. Uh, and that was, uh, Mr. Brad Harkins from, uh, Ruston High School in Westchester. And he was a very nice guy. And the next person we're speaking to, maybe tomorrow, will be from Archbishop Carroll High School, because that's the current school that is voting, uh, for coolest teacher of the year. Uh, so hopefully we'll have somebody to chat with tomorrow about that. We'll see. Um, uh, so with that, normally I thank our guests. We don't have any. So we're going to do the letter of the day. Are you armed and equipped and ready to go, sir? Yes. All right, here we go. Preston and Steve on 93.3 WMMR. Now, the daily letter. And the Preston and Steve show is brought to you today by the letter. R, as in Robert. All right. And he will be along shortly, but we have a six-pack of pit Ah! tickets (laughs) for the MMRBQ. 2019 presented by Bud Light. This Saturday at BB&T Pavilion, we're shine down. Evanescence, The Struts, Joan Jett, Fozzie, The Glorious Sons, Bad Wolves, and Sorabo. Tickets are on sale now at Ticketmaster.com. We are looking at, as of now, the weather forecast for um, mostly cloudy uh, skies, but... Temperatures getting up close to 80 degrees. Yes. Can handle that. Honestly, I mean, uh, listen, again, I say at this point, it's impervious to the weather. People just have a great time regardless. But I think we're looking at an exceptional day on Saturday. That'd be nice. Yeah. Uh, So keep that in mind as you're headed. And as we get a little bit closer, we'll talk more about the MMR review and your preparations and maybe some tips we can pass. Yes. I mean, if you're considering going to the lawn, there are still lawn tickets available. And we've had rain a few years. So if you can get out there and be in the lawn and enjoy a nice Saturday, uh, go for it. Yeah. I believe the schedule is available at (laughs) WMMR.com. What? I said, yeah. 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 So if you go to our website, uh, you'll see all the workings. Okay. Nice. Nice. Uh, Let me thank our fine sponsors of the Preston and Steve Show. Couldn't do it without them. And I want to thank Acme, the official supermarket of the Preston and Steve Show. Also, Winter Airport Parking, the fastest way in and out of Philly International Airport. And Planet Fitness. Get the Planet Fitness black card and you'll enjoy massage chairs, hydro massage, tanning, and more tomorrow on our program. 
tomorrow on our program. Who we got? Did you Akbar Bajabiamila. I wrote it down. Oh, I don't see it anywhere, man. Where is it? Remember the case he gets this little handwritten note and, and uh, gives it to me. So it's adorable. Did I, did I throw it away? I don't know. I know uh, I, I know. I anyway, it, who, who's on tomorrow? Uh, Akbar Bajabiamila will be in studio. Uh, nice. And then we'll also have Richard, Richard Curtis. Curtis. Uh, because we are on Clash right Room. Where? Right over oh, there. Hey. That's my fault. Uh, listen, dude, how was over here? Uh, and we're on the Clash Room today on Fox 29. If you want to see the President and Steve show, go head to head in trivia. Uh, we will be doing that today at 6.30 p.m. on Fox 29. So uh, take a look, and, and we'll recap that with Richard tomorrow. Uh, that's it. We are done. Rage on. Have a great day. Beautiful day like this. you got to spend some time with Mr. Pierre Robert. He's going to take good care of you. We'll see you tomorrow, gang. Bye-bye. The Preston and Steve love you, hate you line. I was asking you out to dinner so we can go over the story. Because I'm not coming down there unless I know what the story is. What's the problem? Let me know. Next message. Holy sh! What in the hell is that big thing in the sky? Oh wait, it's the sun. It's a miracle. Next message. Yeah, I just want to reiterate that I hate all Dallas Cowboy fans. I hate your guts. Go birds! The Preston and Steve love you, hate you line. Call 484-434-1333. MMR rocks. Brought to you by DellToyota.com and DellChevrolet.com. Jack, sell them for less.